0: Afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number two hundred and eight of the Talk in the Line podcast. On this beautiful Monday of bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time today. January the 24th in the year 2022. Now, hey, can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, kick off your week with the TDL crew. And we have one hell of a show coming your way to help start this week for you as well. But before we get into today's show, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew or hey maybe you're watching on one of our social media platforms if so hit that like button that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content or if you're listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if If you haven't already as we always release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you can be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching today's show hey hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live maybe hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters mothers fathers aunts uncles Friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL Pod, and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better. For each and every one of you, last, certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the talkingtheline.com website, all of the TTL Crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people i am your humbled honored hyped always handicapping and apparently having trouble with the springs on my boom for my mic here today colton capping colt soroka and i can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and once again Hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, some analysis, some laughs, some motivation, and you know the drill. Dive into more rabbit holes than you can count today. Now, we have to bring in the man who joins us here on this show, sits to my left on this show, and we're going to have to address a big old fucking elephant in this room, my friends. Now, for the last few weeks, hell even months, He's been sitting high on this pedestal, on the high horse, if you will, beating his green and gold drum. He would hear nothing anybody would say. He would turn in no other direction but straight for glory. And it was with an extremely heavy heart, my friends, that I say to you that that run, that, that thirst for kingship, that, that thirst for glory once again is, is all but falling out of the hands like dust in the wind. And it, it, was, it is with an even heavier heart that I welcome in the man that joins me on today's show. And you know him as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend and folks we cannot ever forget around this time of the year, the once number one seed Green Bay Packer, TTL resident cheese head. The cheese has now gone back inside of his ears and the boys have packed up and hit the golf course. Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you
1: doing over there today, pal? You're oh, something else, my man. You are something else. Uh, what's, uh, what's Hey, what day, what day do pitchers and catchers report? I'm uh, not only wearing black for morning, but also uh, looking ahead to the future of uh, what's coming up for me. It's – uh, I, I – Screw you, dude. Come on in, bub.
0: Come on in, bub. The water's fine. Come on in, bub. I know. I didn't... uh, I didn't slam you pre-show. Uh, I uh, gave you the old 21 Gun Salute pre-show, opened up our uh, morning meeting with some taps. Uh, my heart goes out to you. I know you are hurting, mm, pal. as I a, bet it does, as a, as a, Hey, as a human, as a human being, as my guy, as my partner, as the man that I banked Do I up Do I really books, need to please? pull up your video of
1: about 10 seconds after the game? Wasn't
0: directed directly at you, uh-huh. yeah, nor sure, many sure. of my friends who I hold dear in the heart, even my <laughs> family members who I hold dear <laughs> in the heart right here close to the chest, but just sometimes, sometimes, you know, as a Bears fan that has nothing to do with anybody that I love or care about or or, or cherish a bond with, sometimes, you know, I just, I gotta let the old navy and orange just seep out of me just a little bit. And sometimes, sometimes I make an ass out of myself, but hey, I think it was warranted and I spoke for all of bears nation and that but hey this is colt talking to you this is colt talking to you right here. Oh, yeah i i, I feel you i feel as far you, as that was
1: concerned I, I i'd be lying if i said i hadn't done anything similar along those lines but uh yeah dude i'm, I'm mad i'm pissed off yeah. uh i was it wasn't as heartbreaking of a game it, like the uh you know the what happened within the game and the way we lost as some of the last decade uh not quite but uh, it, i'm pissed off just all the same as all those dude i really thought we had it this year i would be honest and uh, of course i might sound like a broken record every year but uh i really thought we had it i really thought yeah, we had I, it.
0: yeah I, I couldn't tell uh the the sarcastic looks the pushing me off the yada the yadas we could go down rabbit holes but i will <sighs> not i didn't prepare a clip compilation today i didn't do any of I'm, those things <laughs> i could have i have simply chose to be the bigger man and one thing i do know partner is that even though your Packers might have struggled a little bit. It was one hell of a weekend of action, oh, my friend. Across gracious, from the divisional round to college basketball to NBA to NHL nonsense to UFC. How can I forget 270, the pay-per-view card? Absolute insanity. Now, hold on here a moment. If we got down any of those rabbit holes right here, right now, we'd be here for another yeah. two hours. We, we right. wouldn't even get to today's best bet. So I'm going to put a cap on all of that. Right here, right now. Let's let you say your piece a little bit. I'll let you do a little bit of here first thing. I'm in the boat. You're in the boat with me now. Welcome to uh, looking forward to baseball so, four months yeah. too early. I, I, hey, it is you're what right. it is, my friend. Right. It is what I it mean, is. The
1: last, I, I, you're right. Yesterday's games were awesome, and I finally got up for them, dude. I, I, I felt like I was taking a sick day home from work. I, just, mm-hmm. I had no mm-hmm. interest. These mm-hmm. games were starting to come mm-hmm. on. I was just like, dude, I... Of course, I'm gonna watch, but am I gonna enjoy it? No. And then I started enjoying it, obviously, because uh, the games were absolutely insane. But just one of those days, dude. It's nice to they, uh, it's yeah. nice
0: to have come to terms with my teams to where I I, I don't live in this delusion that if if they're, that they're gonna win everything, you know. <laughs> I just I'm telling you, man. I just live in this like, hey, I'm just gonna fucking, I'm just gonna, hey, if we get all the way there, yeehaw. If we don't, we don't. But again, my heart feels for you, pal, and I'm here. <laughs> and I'm here for you. But all that being said, hey, quit the gossip, stop the drama, cut the banter. You can go to every other sports media outlet and get. We'll save it for the second half of the show. We'll dive deep into 49ers, Packers, Bengals, Titans, baby. I told you so. We'll also dive into Chiefs, Bills. We'll dive into Rams, forty or Rams, uh, Buccaneers. I told you so hey, too. Hey. You did too. <laughs> as well. Hey, hey, motherfucker! Man. I'm not leaving you out. I'm just saying an intro right now. I'm that uh, Max I need told you I so too. Can I get a win, please? Max has a win. a win boo? he told Thanks. you so too his weekend's been rough <laughs> told you too. see see the vibe we need to change those vibes mag we need to change those energy because that wasn't where i was going with that at all you are mr uh-huh. negativity we need to turn around positivity here, good sir good vibes only coming on this show so without further ado you know the drill you know the vibes you know how it gets down we'll save all that other stuff for the second half of the show it's time to get into the real stuff the stuff you guys come here for the stuff that Very few other places offer in the style we do, and that's our best bets of the day. With the insights, the analysis, everything in between. Now, we get a little serious, but not too serious. We still save plenty of rabbit holes throughout this time. So, without further ado, we got nothing to recap. Uh, I'll talk about a second half of the show, but had a solid weekend. College basketball, everything across the board. So, we'll talk about all of that in the second half of the show. We don't have any Friday picks or anything to recap since we had the weekend spectacular. We'll recap all that second half once again. So, First half of the show, first segment of the day. It's time for our mag's best bets of the day. And you know the drill. Before we get into it, you heard the mug slide off of his end table, so you better get yours up, too. And to me, to you over there. How about that? Wasn't that decent? (laughs) Wasn't that decent as fuck? (laughs) To you over there and all you beautiful people sipping the Black Elixir, the guys take your sip, and hey, I'll be right back.
1: It's going to be a good day, dude. That was a good mug clank. That, that was, was a hell of a one there,
0: boy. Holy shit. That was perfect. Like, perfect gain on the mic and everything. All right. There you go. There you have it, my friends. Lock in. Get ready. Turn your volumes way up. Uh, rip out your sports books or however you take stock of Mag's best bets of the day. And, my friend, I say unto you over there, let it rip. Let them have it. And you, sir, have the floor.
1: All right, partner. So uh, considering what we just talked about, this is going to be an interesting uh, start to my picks because uh, is it out of spite? Absolutely not. I am uh, typically a very optimistic sports fan for my favorite teams. But to kick off today's show, uh, believe it or not, I am uh, fading one of my beloved uh, favorite teams. And uh, now that we're saying this and uh, it's after what we just talked about, it sounds like it's out of spite, but I promise it's not. Uh, I'm taking the OKC Thunder at home against our Chicago Bulls. Against uh, my heaviest of hearts, I uh, obviously this is uh, like I said, no spite on them. I love my Bulls, but man, partner, in all seriousness, the Bulls are in a rough spot right now. A Scumbling. second night of a back-to-back, so that's kind of what oh, the I- final nail in the coffin to push me off the edge. Go ahead. Grayson Allen didn't help any of that bullshit, for, for, for starters. Let's start there. Grayson
0: Allen didn't help any no. of this scu- scuffling no. nonsense, but I digress. No. Please continue, sir.
1: No, you're not wrong, because uh, that's kind of where I'm leading into. Their defense is in shambles right now with the guys that they have out. Caruso being uh one of the if not the most important to that defensive success and efficiency, my man. I it's it's as as rough it is to say. I mean, uh, Kurt Goldsberry is a really good follow for NBA like analytics and offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. And he does I don't know if it's weekly or usually weekly like a a chart of defensive and offensive efficiency. About mid December, Bulls were one of the most. Efficient defensive teams in the entire NBA, if not the most, uh, for the first couple of months of the season. And then all these injuries start to happen. And we get, uh, you know, Kobe White, as good as he's been offensively, he's brutal defensively, partner. I talked about it on Friday in a tweet thread. I had to get some thoughts out. Um, but without Caruso, Lonzo, and a lot of this bench depth, their defense has been brutal to uh, finish off that point. 0 oh, 4, though, partner. Last four straight up in OKC. They have not been, uh, this OKC Thunder Stadium oh. has not been a good spot for our Bulls recently. Oh. Um, and just, and this OKC team as. Uh, Rough as their straight-up record is... They're pretty damn scrappy against the number partner. They are not a team that you can fall asleep against here. 7-1-1 last nine as a home dog. They cover the number like nobody's business at home. 4-1 last five on Monday. 19-6-1 last 26 games following an ATS win. These are all ATS numbers. Uh, 10-4 last 14 following a straight-up loss. 17-8-1 last 26 on one day of rest, which they have. The Bulls are on no rest here. Uh, and the Bulls, last five as a road favorite, which I do imagine uh, is just about every single one of their road uh, road games, except for I think that Bucks game, one in four, last five as a road favorite. So actually, e- there's a chance that even Zach Levine is back tonight, partner, and I'm still am not wavering on this pick if that's the case. I, uh, I, uh, I'm i uh, in a low spot with these Bulls, another reason that's got me uh, feeling a little less optimistic as far as the greater landscape of all my sports teams are concerned. But uh, yeah, I believe it has skipped up to two and a half because I actually do think that Zach Levine might be back. But offensively, I think that's A, going to create a uh, you know kind of a cha- chaotic uh, return for him to the lineup, a little less cohesive than you might think. Uh, but also the depth behind him, even offensively, isn't good. I talked about all the defensive issues that they've got. They're basically relying solely on DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. If he even is in, DeMar dropped 41 last night, partner, and they lost to the Orlando Magic on the first night of this uh, back-to-back. Didn't crack 100, and he dropped 41. Behind him, it is rough right now, Mm -hmm. so give me the Thunder plus the 2. Fine with the line movement to 2.5.
0: I like uh, where your head's at for sure on that one i think the uh up to two and a half is just kind of a setup for the public hey back the bulls uh levine might be back come on back in but Owen four straight up in oklahoma city that's something mm-hmm. i can't get past dude i'm uh no. i'm surprised i didn't know that uh that was kind of wild and hey also to uh shout out kirk Goldsberry, uh yeah. new, new follow for me thanks for putting me on dude nyt yeah. best-selling author of sprawl ball professor at uft hook of yeah. horns and nba analyst for espn what a fella. Yeah.
1: Honestly it reminds me of uh maybe not uh quite the same like you know, type of numbers, but it kinda reminds me of like the Warren Sharp of the NBA is how I would classify him.
0: Okay. All right, all right. It's a pretty well, hey, praise. That hey well we're big uh we're big Warren <laughs> Sharp guys. So yeah. hey yeah, most yeah. definitely. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. And I'm also a big fan of him already because uh, great game But America needs overtime reform now. 150 percent. We'll yes. talk about that uh, yes. in the uh, in the second half of the show as well. But partner, please keep it moving. Keep it grooving for your second best bet of the day after you just dished out the Oklahoma City Thunder at the crucial key number of
1: plus two. OK, with two and a half. Alrighty, number two, sticking with the NBA. Then I've got two more college basketball plays. I'll keep this one a little shorter and sweeter, partner. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans at home. I got it. minus three. Looks like it's up to minus three and a half in a certain uh, few spots. See uh, three still in a few spots. Also fine with that movement. Nah, looking like no Brandon Ingram for the Pelicans, partner. Yeah, which obviously, so don't jump off the uh, don't jump off the boat with me already. There's no Malcolm Brogdon, Demonte Sabonis, or Miles Turner for the Pacers. So even more uh, volume of key players out on their side of things. Pelicans, uh, despite their straight-up record, a lot of those struggles were early on in the season. They've evened out uh, with or without Brandon Ingram. I believe they've had a uh, pretty 50-50 stretch without Ingram here in the the last couple of months. And the Pacers, I do believe, are just a little overvalued, having shocked kind, you know, the uh, whoever was paying attention to the NBA world this past few days. Uh, shocked the world, beating the Golden State Warriors as double-digit dogs, and then covered a 13.5 losing by 10 to the Phoenix Suns. I think they are overvalued. In this spot now, uh, now that they've got those behind them, the wind the wheels are, or that uh, window is behind them. I think without these key guys, we're going to start seeing some massive regression from them. Even without Brandon Ingram for the Pelican side of things, uh, that was the, uh, this past game or this game actually. Excuse me, is the fifth straight road game for Indy. So I'm also expecting oh. a little fatigue on oh. their side of things tonight. Uh, Pacers one and four last five in New Orleans. Uh, that is against the number three and nine last twelve against the number. Versus the Pelicans in general. So another team uh, that on the uh, going to this road opponent on the other conference here just does not fare well at all. And another team of the Pelicans that at home has been taking care of business to the number seven and two last nine against the number at home. So I think people are going to be a little more intrigued uh, with the Brandon Ingram news as opposed to the news that we've got here for the uh, Indiana Pacers. I think people are going to suck into that underdog spot fight, you know, against the, uh, a team without, the I would say, at least a more notable name than those three, but that volume sure. of the three being out I think is more important. Sure. So give me the Pelicans minus three. Fine with that movement up to three and a half. I probably wouldn't go past four in this spot, partner. Not sure if it'll get to that spot, but uh, love the Pelicans at home to take care of business.
0: I'm with you on this one for sure. I uh, think the old Pacers come out a little sleepy with no pace whatsoever. Fifth straight road game. I didn't know that. Uh, I yeah. hadn't looked that deep into it. I mean, I've been bought into the NBA, but obviously not playing it as heavy as uh, as I had been uh, last year so far. Quite yet, we're still, the combos are looking good. I'm going to look at some combos later too, actually, uh-huh. in this matchup. So I think we might have some stuff here. But early season scuffles for the Pels. Pels seem to be back in action. Minus three, nothing uh, too uh, over... Overzealous. You got to ask them to take care of for you there. So, hey, Bells minus three, your second best bet of the day. I'm in the boat. Y'all should be too. Keep it moving. Oh, fuck. Keep it grooving over there, partner.
1: Hey, I'm uh, wherever you need me to be, dude. 100%. Uh, switching things to college basketball, my friends. Going to uh-huh. the ACC. I am going to uh, North Carolina for this matchup. Uh, interesting movement all over the place, partner, that I'm kind of just ignoring altogether. It's gone up. It's gone back down a little bit. I caught UNC minus five and a half. It does look like it is back down to four and a half. Um, I one percent concern but it is another i'll be honest it is a little concerning because i just saw that no, no, I I, yeah, it definitely does sound
0: <laughs> concerning yeah, it's a little I, yeah. Concerning. yeah <laughs> I admit right. it That's is right. but
1: i still i'm i'm sticking to my guns here i still yeah. like it i think the tempos are going to be really really key in this matchup uh, virginia tech 342nd tempo in the country unc 32nd in the country uh tempo wise so fast paced team slow paced team small sample size versus fast paced tempo team for virginia tech uh you'll see three games really and not a not a very big sample size they put a lot Lot of slow paced teams, the three that they have played against, uh, you know, top 60, I think it is in tempo Wake Forest 80 to 61 loss at home, uh, neutral site loss to Memphis 69 to 61, and then a big win. They have one big win against Cornell at home, so an inferior opponent coming to their building. They're going on the road to UNC if they even faster pace tempo, that I think is going to cause a lot of problems for them. You also have UNC, and they've proven to be successful in the spot on a huge bounce-back spot at home, partner. Just got their teeth kicked in on the road against Wake Forest uh, and Miami, actually, and now they're coming back home. We've already seen that a couple times. Three losses on the road or neutral site this season uh, with a home game in that following game. They've won all three by 16-plus. Most recently, lost okay. to Notre Dame and then followed up with a six, uh, That's the 16-point win against Virginia. I think it's 2-1 against the number, uh, but one of the Failed covers is like a a 23.5. They won by 20 or something like that. So I kind of expect a double-digit win in this one, partner. Uh, UNC's D has been questionable. I won't deny that. Uh, But I don't think it's going to be exposed by this slow-paced and inconsistent Virginia Tech offensive. And be totally honest with you here, I think UNC's offense has plenty of success here. Uh, They've covered four straight games uh, the last four meetings between the Hokies here. They've also four and zero last four as a home favorite, four and zero or excuse me four and one last five following an ATS loss, four and one last five on Monday as well, and then Virginia Tech three and seven last ten as a road dog and one and four last five as a dog, three and thirteen last sixteen versus a team with a winning home record. So they've been. uh, You might look at this and say, oh, that's too many points for the heels uh, here at home, but. A, I think it's just a bad matchup, and that bounce back is a uh, big thing for me here at home. This has still got a a team that has a lot of talent. They just have not been able to string together wins on the road or hold their own on the road. Um, So I think they're going to be shooting it well tonight. That's been one of their struggles recently. I see some positive regression coming for them here in their home building. Give me the Tar Heels. I still like them at minus 5.5. I'm still comfortable with that line movement. I think it's just some goofy-ass line movement, trying to trick people out of this one on uh, the Tar Heels side of things, partner. Give me the heels to take care of business at home.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm uh – I'm gonna wait for a little while, see what the rest of this line movement does. But I don't think you should be. I don't think you should uh, be afraid. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can get even better value at it because I think they do take care of the five and a half as well. Um, when you see these 60-60 splits about bet and money percent splits, um, really, it hasn't been uh, like, oh my gosh, that's such a public side. You have to back the opposite right. side. It really hasn't been. And the heels in that bounce back spot, man. I like what you're talking about there. Yeah. They have been a very sneaky team, especially after they let you down, the kicky in the teeth. You can go right back to them and back them again. So, because yeah, I've I seen think- it a
1: few times, and it's not just oh, maybe you know coincidence there. It is a very calculated, you know, flow to their game and determination yeah. and almost desperation that it, I, I don't think it's very chaotic. So I like it a lot.
0: Yep, there you go. Our mag's third best bet of the day. He got the UNC Tar Heels, minus 5.5, down to 4.5, but he is all right with that as well. Partner, keep it rolling. Your final best bet of the day coming out of the Big 12 Conference, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Uh, Most
1: definitely. Yeah, most definitely. So I am going to a Big 12 total in this one, Texas Tech and Kansas. I caught under 139 and a half. Looks like it has dropped down to 138. I still like it quite a bit right at that number. Wouldn't go down too much past 137. Not sure if it will or not, but I still like this t- uh, number all the same. Tough matchup defensively for Kansas in this one, partner. Top five AOA, AOE, adjusted offensive efficiency is Kansas, but also top five defensive efficiency. For Texas Tech, I think that is uh, the bigger key in this one. On the other end, that I have been talking about for a while is uh, Texas Tech's home and away uh, offensive splits. Twenty-point difference, points per game, home or away, uh, home versus away. Sixty-one points per game scored at uh, on the road. Eighty-one points per game scored at home. This one isn't Kansas, so I think their offense is going to be uh, not you know completely desolate and down. You know, under sixty points. I think both these teams stay in the sixties. I think Texas Tech defense. Reign supreme in this one Mm -hmm. Texas Tech offense kind of sticks to that trend a little bit and keeps themselves in the 60s I don't think they're gonna have a ton of success These teams have already played once gone just slightly over at Texas Tech 75 to 67 Outcome was that game uh, and there's there, there you have it as far as that 75 points per game scored at home or not points per game but 75 points scored at home there I see a similar defensive effort, maybe even a little bit stronger here at Kansas, knowing that they have to bring that defensive power, Uh, and I think they're going to be a little bit more focused on that, and it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be kind of a 65 to 63 finish one way or another partner, Uh, so that definitely gets us well under this total here. Texas Tech 4-0 under uh, the last four on the road, 6-2 and two under last eight following a straight-up win uh, in between these two teams under his 3-1 and one over the last four. So I think Kansas offense going to see a little regression after having a nice stretch of wins here the last few weeks. Uh, even on the road, even at home, uh, they've been solid, but I see some, power, uh, some negative regression for them offensively. So give me this under, my favorite under of the day, maybe my favorite <sighs> under of the don't week so that, far. Don't say that. Nah, I don't even care. Two uh one thirty nine and a half under in this big twelve game, dude. to knock all over the wood for your
0: motion, Addis. Last time last two Whatever. times you said that about your unders, they have not made it to the pay window, so I'm going to reverse that for you there, my friend, because I agree with every single thing you are saying. I actually have a uh play out of this matchup as well we'll talk about it later it's actually my last best bet of the day we'll talk about but uh live a lot of people are going to tell you there's a live betting opportunity in this one and i think you just need to have a little bit of coyons and uh get ready to uh back a specific side here so yeah without further ado there is all of our MAG's best bets of the day. His final one, the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the Kansas Jayhawks under 139 and a half. Cool with it all the way down to 137. No more than that. Outside of that part there anything else you need to lay down for uh, your four best bets of the day here, man?
1: No, sir. That's all I've got. I uh, don't enjoy betting against my favorite teams, but uh, sometimes you've got to swallow the bullet, dude.
0: Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, and uh, as long as it makes it to the pay window, then, uh, hey, nobody can say shit at the end of the day. So there you go, my friends, our mags, best bets of the day. Time to keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the track. Second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. Okie dokie, I too have four college bets, uh, college basketball bets coming at you, or four best bets, all from the college basketball hardwood, however you want to look at it. Uh, We'll kick things off right away. No hesitation, no delay. We're going straight to the Atlantic Sun. And my friends, this is the Atlantic Sun attacker. The Atlantic Sun bookie attacker, my friends. We're going to the Jacksonville Dolphins Dolphins versus the Kennesaw State Owls matchup. We're taking over 127.5. I'm actually seeing it in some books right now, over 129.5. I'd be comfortable with it up to 132. I think the book's fucked up. This line opened up at 125. and a half. It's already almost climbed by five points. Okay, yeah, whatever you you want to back the under, go right ahead, but ain't no way this one is staying under. My line, I told you guys last week, uh, Jeff Dawson put me on, shout out. uh, He he caught something that I was doing and I kind of implemented a system, plus another couple layers from it, and my line came out to 134.7 for this one, so that's why I say I'd be comfortable up to 133 here. Um, Outside of that, there are a uh, couple of keys as far as just like kind of what you'll see on the floor and what's going to happen in this game. Jacksonville just does not tend to score the rock whatsoever, but when they do play a solid opponent like Kennesaw state is, they wake up and they just drop buckets. I don't understand what it is. And just to prove to you that, Hey, Kennesaw state is a damn good team. Three and one state up, uh, straight up in the a sun East and, uh, Jacksonville, uh, is three and two, I believe in the a Sun East. So, um, a team that, uh, Jacksonville is going to need to step up against. They're going to need to keep their position. So they're going to have to score and Jacksonville is going to want to keep pace with them being a conference matchup. So they'll score too. I see this game being 70, 65, uh, bare minimum. It might go over more than that. And then also, um, i think we're just going to continue to see buckets go in because second chance points are going to loom large here today too jacksonville's 91st in uh, offensive rebounding percentage kennesaw states 132nd in offensive rebounding percentage but dig a little deeper they're first in atlantic sun play per ken pom on the offensive glass so i think second chance points are going to be huge even if we have some misses they're going to get the rebounds and put it right back in the basket going to cause this total to absolutely skyrocket but you don't believe me Believe the trends. The over. 4-0 in Jacksonville's last four as a dog. 5-2 in their last seven versus a team with a losing straight-up record. 10-2 in their last 12 following a straight-up loss. The over is 6-2 in Kennesaw State's last eight following an ATS loss. 4-1 their last five versus a team with a winning percentage greater than 600. 7-2 their last nine home games. And the over is 5-2 in the last seven meetings between these two teams. Give me all of the over. I got it 127.5 again. Okay with it all too. Over 133, but buy in quick because that bad boy's already up to 129 and a half in some spots and six feet high and rising. Mama, first best bet of the day.
1: There you go. I like it, dude. I might be in on this one. Uh, first game up uh, of the day, four o'clock Central Standard Time. I love it when we can, uh, whether intentionally or not, fucking just- Intentionally. Get that first one off on the day, Intentionally. dude. Intentionally. Oh, that's, it's a perfect bridge to the rest of the slate every time, dude.
0: Every Intentionally, time. I had to get involved. Originally, I was on the Dolphins plus 3.5. Uh, did a little bit further investigation and uh, found this number. So I yeah. love this. I think Let's you got get the involved. value
1: before you move on. Looks like 90-plus percent of bets and money on uh, the uh, what is it, Kennesaw spread over there. So you might not be crazy with that one mm, either.
0: This one flies over, though. There you go, the Atlantic yeah. Sun attacker. Second, best bet of the day from your boy. The SEC soul sucker. That's right. The SEC bookie soul sucker. We're going to the Florida Gators against the Ole Miss Rebels and against no need for better judgment, no need to second guess yourself, no need to say, damn, do I got coyotes down there? You're damn right we do. Ole Miss plus four and a half is the second best bet of the day, the SEC soul sucker. This is a line movement and sharp money coming in that I just simply cannot ignore. This actually reminds me, and I'll talk about this here with my fourth best bet of the day, of that Texas Tech-Kansas State game I gave out last week that the Kansas State Cats won outright as the puppy dogs. But hey, who am I? What do I know? Maybe stay tuned to that game to see if that's how it happens. But I also think everybody thinks the Gators are back after beating Vanderbilt over the weekend. Let me remind you that uh, Vanderbilt's best player, Scottie Pippen Jr., scored fucking five points. So tends to be when that happens. Your best player doesn't play with a shit. Your whole team ain't going to play with a the shit. Uh, they didn't boat race him by any means. They just kind of continuously elongated the spread as the game went on. And Vandy just stopped playing. So let me talk a little bit more about the Gators. 30th in the nation per Ken Palm. They have a win against South Carolina in their last three games. Okay, a win against South Carolina. Absolute insanity against Mississippi State. I'll admit it. We cashed the ticket we shouldn't have. And give me a damn break against Vanderbilt on Saturday. I don't think that the Gators were supposed to cover that game. Still, no Colin Castleton. They are bound for regression at some point here. That is 15.4 points per game out of their lineup at some point in time. I talked about it. Appleby, DeRuji. Those guys are going to go back to their 9.5 numbers. Like those are the kind of scores those guys are. Not to mention the Gators, one and two straight up and against the number in their three road games. They are playing at the 68th ranked Ole Miss Rebels court in home court advantage per Ken Palm as well. So it is not getting any easier for the Gators on the road. Now Why did this line open up at six and why is it dropping back down to four and a half if Ole Miss is ranked 126th per Ken Palm? Uh, again, let me remind you, the, Florida's, the Florida Gators were 30th, okay? So 126, and this line's dropping down. They are due for a break here, my friends. They have dropped seven out of their last 10 games straight up. They failed to cover four out of their last five, and that even f- further solidifies why is this line dropping. They are due to have a break here, my friends. Especially another why is this line dropping, Still no Jarkel Joyner for the Rebs. That is their number one scorer, and this line is still dropping. I feel like there's going to be some injury news or something come out for Florida that we're just missing here because there's, just, there's no reason for this to be happening. Not to mention, even though the Rebs haven't been great against the number on their home hardwood, five and six against it, and straight up at home. So I think they have plenty of firepower to stick in this game. They are not overvalued. Um, It even goes a little bit deeper um, as far as home and away splits when you look at the statistical numbers, and that's how I'll kind of wrap this up. Ole Miss, 73.4 points per game and 66 points per game allowed at home. Compare that to the Gators. It's insane. 70.9 points per game and 67.9 points per game allowed. Compare that points per game allowed number to the 59.4 points per game allowed on their home hardwood. Almost 10 points more per game they are allowing on the road. That is something I simply cannot buy into. The Gators defense fails them on the road. The Rebels defense steps up for them at home. But if you don't believe me, believe the trends the Gators one and five against the number last six road games one and four against the number the last five road games versus a team with a winning home record Ole Miss six one and one against the number of their last eight as a home puppy dog the dog is 16 and five against the number the last 21 meetings between these two seven and three against the number are the Rebels in the last 10 meetings between these two teams and the Rebels are five and one against the number on their home hardwood in the last six meetings and if anybody asked you you find yourself in a doggone trivia competition they say hey where do the Ole Miss Rebels find themselves or where is Ole Miss University located that's over there in Oxford Mississippi so take the doggone Ole Miss Rebels plus four and a half second best bet of the day
1: I like it my man I really do I personally am just kind of happy taking my seat on the I don't want to touch Florida anymore train if I'm being totally honest I and I know you do, I do. and I I love I the pick I'll be Let's honest I think it's a bad Let's matchup for the Gators fucking go. Let's fucking go. But I'm gonna sit on the sideline. I I am happy taking my no thanks on the The any gator action at all. But I like it. I do like it. Fuck yeah, let's go. There
0: you go. The SEC soul sucker. Third best (laughs) bet of the day coming from your boy is the Colonial Book Crippler. That's right, it's the Colonial Crippler. We're going to the matchup between the Towson Tigers and the Delaware Fighting Blue Hens, and my friends. We're taking the Towson Tigers plus one and a half line ticked up a little bit to plus two and quickly shot back down to plus one and a half. I believe that was just to get a little bit more action to see if the books could get a little bit more action on the blue hens. They said, wow, we really didn't get that much. Just leaving it at one and a half. We might as well just leave it there and the public will keep throwing their money at it. And Towson's going to take care of business. Now, you don't believe me, believe a couple of key things here. Uh, Delaware. They might be 7-0 and straight up on their home hardwood, and I think that's why they're favored in this, but they have played nobody at home. LaSalle, okay, L-I-U, Lafayette, UMBC, mm, not the same Terriers team from last year. Can you tell me where Moravian University is, partner? Because I sure have no fucking clue. William and Mary, who couldn't cover a, a, a king-size bed if you call them a, a double king-size bed blanket, for crying out loud, and... They played Elon, so they've literally played nobody. They're 1-5 against the number at home, so I'm not buying that 7-0 and straight-up record. And 8-11 and against the number overall this season, so I think it's Fugazi as hell. Towson is coming off a bad, bad beat. 77-81, to overtime loss to UNCW as a 9-point favorite, so I think that's why they're coming in here as the road dog. They're 14-6 straight up, 15-5 against the number overall this season. 6-3 and straight up, 8-1 and against the number overall on the road now that is something I can buy into and I think they continue to roll today I think uh, Towson uh, Towson's defense dominates Delaware uh, 65.4 points per game gets a little bit better on the road 64.2 points per game allowed Delaware 71.3 points per game allowed 69.7 points per game allowed at home However, I think Towson's offense is the real difference maker today. 52nd in AOE, 123rd in effective field goal. But the reason they get that ranking is because they're 173rd in true field goal percentage, but they still shoot around 45% from the floor. However, 63rd in true three-point field goal percentage, going up against the Fighting Blue Hens, who are 335th in defending the three-ball per covers.com. And last but certainly not least, the rebounding department. Tigers are going to run away with it on the offensive glass, 191st on the defensive glass per Ken Palm. Delaware, 167th on the offensive glass, 243rd on the defensive glass. You don't believe me on all of that? You don't think the Tigers are going to run away with it now? I bet you will here in a second. Believe the trends. Delaware, 1-5 ATS, last 6, following a straight up win. 1-4 and ATS, last 5 as a home favorite. Towson, 5-0 and ATS, last 5 as a dog. 4-0 ATS, last 4 as a road dog. 5-1 and one ATS last 6 following a straight-up loss, and 4-1 and one ATS last 5 following an ATS loss. Give me all of the Towson Tigers plus 1.5 for my third best bet of the day. I love them.
1: I like it, too. Pardon me. I like it. Uh, big game, dude. One of the bigger major games of the uh, entire day. Both, I think, uh, oh, yeah. tied for second in this conference right behind yep. UNCW, who we yep. talked about, maybe not talked about on this show, but they might be in a, a little bit of a trap spot themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, this is a big old matchup, dude. I think uh, I like where your head's at on this one.
0: Yes. And uh, Towson Tigers, 23% of bets, 80% of actual money right mm-hmm. now, wagering on that plus one and a half. Coming back down and uh, books definitely – honoring some of that sharp money coming in. So there you go. There you have it. I got one more coming at you. Last one of the day. And my friends, this is the Big 12 Bank Bankruptor. The Texas Tech Red Raiders versus the Kansas Jayhawks. We're back to that matchup, but to the total we go, no, no. This time we go to the spreads. And I said just a little bit ago, I said, hey, A lot of people are going to tell you there's a live betting opportunity. you got to sit back and wait and see what happens. I say no, no. Sack up. Let's get with it. Let's get to it. And let's hammer in the Red Raiders plus 6.5 for my first, uh, no, not my first, my fourth best bet of the day. Don't really know where the hell I was going there because I'm wrapping the card up now. Uh, I really truthfully don't believe that uh, people are buying into how good the damn Red Raiders are, my friend. And... I think when they see one of their favorite blue bloods in the nation, the old Bill Self-led Kansas Jayhawks, minus seven, minus six and a half at home, we might as well hammer them sons of bitches in. <gasps> it's the same spread that they had when this game was just played at Texas Tech. Oh, my goodness. I just don't buy it. I don't buy it whatsoever. I think it's a setup and a half. I mean, the same exact number. You have got to be kidding me. I looked a little bit deeper at home and away splits, and and I looked at Kansas five, three, and one against the number uh, what how have they been rated against the number? What, What have their spreads been? They pushed a t- minus twenty six against Tarleton State. They uh, covered a minus 26 against Stony Brook, a minus 18 against UTEP, a minus 22 against Missouri, a minus 17 and a half against Nevada, and then a minus 11 and a half against West Virginia. Their failed covers were minus 23 a minus twenty-three and a half against Stephen F. Austin, a minus 19 and a half against George Mason, and a minus 13 and a half against Iowa State. Now, did I tell you one single fucking digit spread out of all nine of those matchups? I no, I did. did not, and wouldn't you know it, today's the only single-digit spread, the lowest spread set they've had on their home hardwood, them being the Kansas Jayhawks so far this season. Do not buy into this set-up line, my friends. They might win it, that's okay, but they're 8-9-1 and one against the number overall this season, so I cannot buy into that consistency. I can buy into the consistency of the Red Raiders, 12-7 and seven against the number overall this season. They may be 2-2 two and two against the number on the road, but, 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 they failed to cover a minus two and a half spread against Providence. You don't bet against Ed Cooley. They failed to cover a minus four and a half against Kansas State. Hey, 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 my cat's there, baby. Also, they covered one against Iowa State, plus five, and covered a plus 11 and a half against Baylor. Oh. <gasps> The two covers were them as underdogs on the road, and they're underdogs here again. I'll let you do with that information as you will. But two key places I think the Red Raiders win today, the boards. They won it last time. They're going to win it again. 14th on the offensive glass, 77th on the defensive glass, and 23rd in height for Texas Tech. 17th on the offensive glass, 157th on the defensive glass, and 198th in height for the Kansas Jayhawks also turnovers coming down to hustle 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 even on the offensive side of the ball and turnovers but defensive side is where we get our edge Texas Tech 13th in defensive turnover percent uh they are averaging 16 and a half per game compared to Kansas 85th in defensive turnover percent averaging only 14.3 per game defense turns into offense for the Red Raiders here today they smack the Jayhawks in the mouth my partner said it Jayhawks might struggle a little bit offensively not saying Texas Tech runs away with it but they do enough to cover this damn game you don't believe me close it out for the final time today believe the trends. Texas Tech 6-1 ATS last 7 overall. 4-1 ATS last 5 following a straight up and an ATS win. 4-1 against the number last 5 as a dog. 6-2 against it last 8 as a road dog. And 6-1 and against the number last 7 versus a big 12 op. Kansas 2-5 against the number last 7 overall. 1-4 against it last 5 as a favorite. 1-4 against it last 5. Five versus a team with a winning straight-up record and one and four against the number. Of their last five versus a Big 12 opponent. My friends, don't buy into it. It's a setup and a half. Let's sweep the board today. The Big 12 bankrupter to close it out. Four zero. Texas Tech Red Raiders, plus six and a half.
1: I like it. My I I like it a lot, my man. Do, I, I'll, I'll ask you. Do you want me in the boat with this one? I didn't know. I wanted to. I stayed. A, Take it. A, off.
0: Take. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, your choice your choice but whatever you asked me i said no take your under okay. we this has been working when we do this you okay. take your under i take That's my fair. spread and we stay out of it
1: and it works the main out. reason i stayed away was because uh i couldn't tell if i was being a homer because you know how i i've been mm-hmm. with the red raiders my man oh. taron shannon taron shannon is back they're getting healthy too because i the other thing that I didn't realize is the way you broke down the numbers that Kansas has had at home, man. Because um, I I didn't realize it was to that level to where this is the first single digit spread. I thought that might have had a couple lower than this in the Big Twelve. So I'm I'm interested. I'm and very part, interested.
0: And last part, you may, go ahead, hit it. Just don't let any of us know about it. But. <laughs> the last part, you mentioned Darren Shannon. Um, three out of the four road games, he was not present in the lineup for. Mm-hmm. So a little mm-hmm. something to think about there, too. Right. Uh, who am I? I am but a humble messenger with the Big 12 bookie bankruptor. Okay. All of my best bets of the day are now... Available to you, ready to rock and roll. Tracked on the Action Network app at Cash Underscore with Colt. You can find uh, Riley's at our mags or this here show's best bets of the day at Talking the Line. You can also find them on the Chalkboard app. uh, Follow the Talking the Line board. Jump in the channels with us. We love to go back and forth with you guys. Or also type in, up in that browser, TalkingTheLine.com slash today's dash best dash bets. And you'll see all of our best bets right there. You can actually bet on them right from our doggone website. Wouldn't you know it? And see live lines and odds for the rest of every single slate on tap today keeping it moving, keeping it grooving. Third segment of the day. You know, we like to get a little extra juicy. It is time for the Monday, Monday, Monday madness parlay, my friends. That's right. Today's four legger banger, all college basketball legs paying out over 11 to one odds. You want me to get precise? Plus 1,181. Absolutely bananas. And I think no, no, I know this one's going straight to the pay window because last week we did this exact shit, and we just had to add the Philadelphia Flyers as the fifth leg. Like we just had to put the fuckers on there, didn't we? Didn't we? Oh, uh, we ain't doing it this week. It ain't happening. No. We're not allowing each other to fall into that fucking trap. We're going all college almost basketball because we so oh, we almost did. We almost <laughs> did. Don't you? Don't don't act like we didn't. What? We swept the board last week on the college basketball, and it was only because there was a few loops missing in our hockey skates that we did not get the Monday Madness Parlay straight to the damn pay window. So, my friends, we're getting it right there today with the first leg on the day, today's parlay. The Winthrop Eagles, minus 2.5, up to 3 feet high and rising, mama, against the High Point Crusaders. Might be going up in a little bit. Is it going up a little bit more or is it sticking firm right around there, partner?
1: Uh, my phone is freezing. That's why okay. I, I, it looks like I it's at you. three. It looks okay. like, it's three.
0: Looked like you were, like, oh, yeah, it's actually going a little bit higher. That's kind of where I was trying to get Actually, that, uh, but two other. and a half
1: certain spots, three, three and a half. So all over the place on different Either
0: books. way, Winthrop minus two and a half. I think they take care of it with ease. I kind of put my partner onto this one. Um, Crusaders are just not those guys, pal. I don't understand why this line is like that. Uh, I I think it's because Crusaders have been a little bit hot recently, but it's been against some lackluster opponents. And finally, they're back at home. Ooh, they have been on the road a lot recently. Ooh, they're back at home. Time for a big rebound spot. I think the Eagles absolutely crush them. Minus two and a half. Minus three is not enough. I think they might win by double digits here today. Winthrop Eagles, minus two and a half. Leg number one. Leg number two. You know me, if I'm laying damn chalk, boys and girls, you better get it hammered in. And I actually told my partner about this one. He said, Holy shit, I actually really like that. I said, Dude, I do too. I just didn't know if I was crazy laying this much chalk. We're going to the Longwood Lancers, minus seven and a half, opened up at six and a half. Up to seven and a half. They're playing Hampton, and boy, oh, boy, the Kenpom split alone on these two teams would be enough for you to absolutely run to the window. Adjusted efficiency margin for the Hampton Pirates right around 15, negative 15, only about negative one and a half for the old uh, Longwood Lancers there. So that split alone is enough for me to get in the boat. Longwood's been solid in this spot. They are a uh, an absolute wagon, and when you give them a lot of points like this, you have to back them. So, hey, you know I don't like laying chalk. But I'm doing it today. Laying that long wood, baby. (laughs) Oh, look at you, motherfucker. Also, that's what she said, along with Lancers, minus seven and a half. (laughs) Third (laughs) leg on the Monday Madness Parlay, we're going to the Hartford Hawks in their game this afternoon against the Binghamton Bearcats. Bearcats with a C, not with a K like the ones out of Sam Houston Mm. State. That's how tapped in I am to college basketball right now, folks. That's he. You better believe it. Hartford Hawks opened up minus one and a half quickly, quickly. Quickly rising to minus, holy fuck, they're minus four. Okay with that, but quickly get it hammered in. We won't spend much time because it's obviously rising. We want you to have the best value you can. So don't go over minus four, but get it hammered in. Okay, speaking of four, how about the fourth leg?
1: Actually, partner, one one quick thing. Still 94% of bets, 85% of money on Binghamton, and they're pushing it to four. I saw four and a half on a certain spot, dude.
0: No reason for that to be happening, and that line to be moving up. So go ahead and get that third leg hammered in real fast. Appreciate the rest of that analysis, partner. Speaking of four, four and a half. The fourth and final leg of the Monday Madness Parlay, we're going to the matchup between the Weber State Wildcats and the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. We're taking the Thunderbirds of Southern Utah minus three opened up minus two and a half and uh, me and partner talked about a pre-show i think the thunderbirds have uh chapped the asses of a lot of people they chapped my ass i had been backing them a lot uh or actually fading them a lot and they've been kicking the shit out of the teams that i was backing and then i started to try to back them and then they couldn't cover spread to save their lives and it was just like what in the hell is going on and there's a team out there that does the same thing The Weber State Wildcats, the exact same doggone thing. And I couldn't help but see that two and a half today. And I said, oh, take the two and a half with the road dog, the Wildcats. Not so fast, my friend. I think the Wildcats are going to continue to struggle. I said, I'm going to hold off on it. I'm going to wait on it. I'm going to see what this line does. It continues to rise despite the Wildcats having Brinks trucks filled with fucking sacks of money, dumped on their campus, on their plus money. But I do not uh, buy into it whatsoever. Partner, in summary, anything else for the Southern Utah Thunderbirds? Minus three.
1: No, I mean, I said it to you. Their ATS at home number doesn't look great, but it's a lot of big spreads. I mean, they've, they're have they three and one straight up their last four. Oh and four against the number, but it's all... There's three double-digit uh, spreads that they failed to cover here. They're seven and one straight up at home, and obviously we need a, just a few more points than just a yep. straight up win. But ah, I love them. Hey, dude. I love them. This
0: is right where you back the Weber State Wildcats. Hey, you know me, Big Sky is my doggone conference. This is for first place, my friend. Wildcats six and one. Thunderbirds 5-1. I like Thunderbirds to go to 6-1. Wildcats time up at 6-2. I absolutely love this spot for Southern Utah. Minus the 3. You parlay all four of those bad boys up, you're getting over 11-1 odds payout. Plus, 1,181. Get it hammered in. The Monday Madness parlay. Okay. If you weren't around... If you had to go uh, to your Monday morning meeting uh, with your boss, if you had to uh, run around the block a couple times, didn't uh, have your headphones, whatever the hell might have been, you couldn't listen to us, but now you're back in action wherever you might be, it's time to recap all of today's best bets of the day. Okay, now, without further ado, the producer was just a touch sleep at the wheel, so the host Has to be quiet for just a second, because it does get a little glitchy, get a little goofy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. As these things happen. But now we should be all good to go. (laughs) No problem. No harm, no foul. You see it down there in the ticker. January the 24th, 2022, so you don't have to check your calendar now officially for the, yeah, maybe second or third time here today. Don't know how many times I've said it, but it is a marvelous, gorgeous, magnificent, wonderful, beautiful Monday of bets. And without further ado, the TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day are live on your screen. Would you so kindly please turn your attention to the top left portion of your screen where you will see our mags picks right here Four coming at you all four of them starting off with the North Carolina Tar Heels minus five and a half the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the Kansas Jayhawks under 139 and a half cool all the way down to 137 he's going to the NBA hardwood as well taking the Oklahoma City Thunder fading our boys not seeing red tonight plus two okay with plus two and a half and the New Orleans Pelicans minus three okay with up to minus four in that spot turn your attention directly across from that my best bets today I got four more coming at you all from the college basketball hardwood the mid-major King has entered the chat we're going to the Atlantic Sun the Jacksonville Dolphins against the Kennesaw State Owls over 127 and a half okay all the way up to 133 that line is six feet high and rising mama second best bet we're going to the Ole Miss Rebels plus four and a half the Dowson Tigers plus one and a half and the Texas Tech Red Raiders plus six and a half right down there next to my partner's head you see all four legs on the Monday Madness parlay the Southern Utah Thunderbirds minus three the Winthrop Eagles minus two and a half the Longwood Lancers minus seven and a half and the all favorites parlay wraps up with the Hartford Hawks minus two and a half up to minus four fine with that all four parlayed up for over an eleven. 7-1 odds payout. I see eight straight plays. Be who you can afford to be. One units, half units, whatever your... Best bet unit bankroll is only five to two, two, to five percent. Be who you can afford to be, and one special play that hey again maybe a quarter unit, half a unit, whatever you can afford. That are making it straight to the damn pay window. But before we can get in the trenches, affix the bayonets for the daily battle with the books and bankrupt every one of them some bitches on the marketplace. We need you too. Lock 'em in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say, just make sure you go, oh shit, get today's TTL crew, best bets of the day in it, whatever the current best line is on your
1: favorite sports book. A little additional ambiance there, but that's alright. Hey, it is what it is, no big deal. Shit happens.
0: Shit happens, pal, shit happens in this life, is what it is, Okay. We are live from. It can't be the High vee Coliseum, can it? No, no it can't no, be that no. easy. Uh, let's see. Is it, say it in there? The something's the something of the something of Kansas Health Systems.
1: Hmm. Sh- you shouldn't overthink it. It's uh, no sponsor. It's no uh, sponsor at all. It's should just be like an J- one. Jayhawks Coliseum. No, it's named after someone.
0: Oh shit. Oh shit! I see it. I see it now. James Naismith Court. Um, but yeah, that's... that's the
1: court. So different, uh, different arena name though.
0: Oh really? I didn't know it uh-huh. was James Naismith Court either. So the uh-huh. more you know there. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna guess this Alan one. Fieldhouse. Alan Fieldhouse. Allen Fieldhouse. Allen Fieldhouse. Dog. Yes. Doggone it. What am I? What am I doing? Of course. Yes. duh. Duh. Everybody talks about this. Okay. There you go. There you have oh, it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, uh, yes, yeah, sometimes that's a little trickery though. Uh, the old court's a little different than the old uh, name yeah. of the arena. Yeah, Fog
0: Island Fieldhouse, uh, home of James Naismith Court. How about there them apples? Okay. You, go. you see some additional text up on the screen, my friends, and that is the ML dice roll. You see Laugh slash Ammer, and you might say to yourself, what in the absolute hell could that possibly mean? Well, I'm glad you might be asking yourself that question because I am the exact guy to tell you what it means. As we go, both come back in the screen, I now change the ticker. And you find out that it is the Lafayette Leopards and the American Eagles, quite possibly one of the most disgusting college bas- basketball games on today's slate. But that's okay, my friends. We don't have to make a play out of it. We don't have to decide what's going on. We have the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful Line Dice live on set with us here that are more than happy and willing to make a selection for us. But before they can,
1: partner... Why don't you indulge us? Uh, what's the,
0: uh, you know, all the stuff going on in this matchup?
1: Uh, interesting movement so far, partner. When we uh, chose this matchup, it was the Lafayette Leopards favored by a point uh, on the road. It has since flipped to the American New Eagles, minus one and a half at home on the spread. So this one is jumping all over the damn place. Wow. Looks like a uh, just about everyone that's betting on this game is betting on American. 98% of bets, 89% of money. Uh, but you mentioned it not uh, not exactly an exciting uh, matchup to watch four and eleven straight up Lafayette, four and eight to the number uh, Five and twelve straight up American seven and ten to the number so a little bit prop more profitable have been the Eagles uh, But uh, this is gonna be an ugly one So we let the, the, the dice decide it minus one and a half is what I said on the spread minus 120 money line for American plus 100 uh, for Lafayette and the total is 132 and a half in this one, partner.
0: Okay. Down from 133 and a half it opens. So okay. a little something, okay. something to think about there. And this game uh, does uh, tip off at 6 p.m. Central? Yep, 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 yep. That's correct. Okay, dokey. Washington, Washington Well, now we are officially from our nation's capital. What do you know about that? All right, well, we Bender are officially. Bender Arena.
1: If we're sticking Bender with some, uh, the more you know, American New Eagles play at Bender Arena okay. in D.C. Okay. Well, my friends, I will preface
0: this by telling you that the week of January the 10th, oh the money line dice went 5 and 1, an absolute heater. And then they followed it up the week of January the 17th with a 1 and 6 week, an absolute stinkfest. Now, that is 6 and 6 by my recollection, by my simple math there of uh, the past 2 weeks. So we kick things off if you will, Mine of goldfish, a blank slate of sorts. Five hundred record, new week, new dice, new me, new you.
1: I believe it's six and seven, actually. Fuck, Apologies I can't do for math. The negativity, but it's six and seven.
0: I can't do math. <laughs> it, 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 it would be six and seven. You are right. I, I forget what the hell I said. It's not a new <laughs> week. The dice are in shambles. The Come things on, things have been going bad. They need a rebound. So that's even better of a storyline. Yeah, you no, hear him here. please. Little ASMR for your Monday, but without further ado, we have the first roll up on tap. Are we going to the home team, American Eagles? Not to be confused with the store that you will find at your local strip mall, but will you find rather, that anymore? you definitely will. There are okay. a few Arapostoles okay. out there as well. Still alive? Oh, yes, alive and kicking. Okay. Most okay. definitely. Still smelling like 17 year old boys' locker room. 2003? <laughs> yes, sir. 150%. <laughs> Or will it be the Lafayette Leopards on the road? I don't know, neither does Mags, but we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away team! Okay. Lafayette. Point and a half? Away, away. Who knows? Who knows? That's just the unofficial side. So are we taking that point and a half on the spread, or are we getting a little money line action as well? Before my partner jumps the gun, he doesn't know. I don't know either, but this dice does, and we sure find out in three, in two in one ATS you all right know what you're F. talking about partner F. maybe you can predict the future ATS ATS first unofficial pick the Lafayette Leopards plus one and a half now we go to the wild card roll the final roll or unofficially the final roll of the day where the money line dice be doubling down on the Lafayette Leopards or hey maybe they're gonna say boys We messed up. We didn't see the money in bet splits. We're going to have to do a quick re-roll or say, hey, 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 no, we're set with that, but we're going to give you another ticket to make it to the pay window. We're going straight to the total. I don't know. Neither does Mags, but we all find out in three, in two, in one. Home money line. That is a re-roll. Son of a a (laughs) bitch. All right. Now. Whatever you need, Dice. Whatever you need.
1: Take all the time you need. So I have
0: a proposition. Okay. First time ever, okay. when the dice need to re-roll, instead of going through each individual one again, I take all three and I just roll the sons of the bitches and I we say see that's what probably happens. Solid. Yeah. Okay. I say that's probably solid. Here we go. So for the re-rack and roll, come for on, The dice. First time ever, the moneyline dice. Select Make some winners. Away, ATS. <laughs> Home money line. Ah, okay,
1: come on, dice. Here do we what go. You gotta do. Come on, here dice. We, That's here 2 we re-rolls.
0: Two re rolls. Here we go. Here we go. Home money line over. Okay. Home money line over. Home money line over. Home money line over. All right. The oh dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed, take two tickets straight to the pay window tonight. <laughs> no questions, no qualms, no queries, none of the bullshit. We won't hear it. Even though you see it here, we won't have any of it. Lock in right here, right now. The American University Eagles, not to be confused with the one, the store located at your local strip mall. On the money line. And the over, 132 and a half.
1: Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. That was a good one. That's a good one. Was top notch. I, mean, I, was f- I mean, we've talked about your neighbors <laughs> in this segment, dude. The fact that you <laughs> fucking just uh, uh, projected all, everywhere but your folks, own apartment. Folks,
0: I promise you, this is not a front. This is not an act. This is not a game. This is just... Your boy livin' in prime time. I am one goofy motherfucker, and I decided a point in my life that I am just not gonna hide it anymore. So here I am. And the neighbors are probably wondering what the fuck is going on. So eh, it's just eleven o'clock. Eh, it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> the, you know what? These cocksuckers below me, like, hey, like I'm not fucking up at fucking. I stay up till one in the morning and then get up at five a.m. fucking running laps around these mutts. These dipshits are trying to fucking wake me up at eleven a.m. with fucking bass fucking yesterday. I about went down there and fucking uh, cooked them breakfast and like, Hey, you fucking you, you need to wake <laughs> up, dipshit. I've been up for fucking six hours. What the fuck are you doing? But without further ado, the American Eagles on the money line and the over half. a half. All right, guys, that's two now. Whew. Okay, we'll see what happens. There you go, there you have it. <laughs> the, <laughs> this show has officially gone off the rails, so it's time to kick things off, second half of the show. Partner! What's burning on your brain, melting on your heart, festering on your soul on this beautiful Monday that you've been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number one... No, 208, not 100, we're in the 200s, 200, 208 of the TTL Pod on this gorgeous January 24th, 2022
1: fucking movie
0: monday dude oh it is fucking movie monday ain't it oh boy i gotta i gotta uh all right i'm gonna i'll 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 still have my movie for you don't worry but let's let's rip the trivia let's rip the trivia i'm ready to rock
1: We've got a mixed bag of trivia, my friend. Um, well, let's see. Where should we start here? Oh, man. I'll, I'll kick you off with a true or false. This one's not necessarily up your wheelhouse. More of a fun fact. And then we'll get... I got a couple that are in your wheelhouse. A okay. A couple, okay. you know, just interesting facts here. All right. Let's true go. True or false? Let's go. True or false? Uh-huh. The classic movie, The Wizard of Oz. Familiar? Oh, mo- mo- most definitely Toto. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, fucking speaking of Toto... Mm-hmm. True or false, Toto was paid more than the munchkin, munchkins in The Wizard of Oz. Toto the dog made money, more money on that movie than the individual munchkins from that movie, The Wizard of Oz. True Just because
0: of how stupid that sounds, I'm
1: going to say true. That sounds like something that would true. be true. The yeah. munchkins were paid, Now, mind you, this was back, what, 1930s, I do believe, 40s? Uh, 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 the munchkins were paid $50 a uh, week. No, well, that wasn't in
0: the 30s and 40s. Oh, uh, the, the Wizard of Oz? When was the Wizard of Oz made?
1: I might be even uh Holy
0: fucking shit it was.
1: 1939. 1939? Shout out. Shout out my uh what? I think I think I've got like the when was this movie made trivia down as far as the two of us here and you've got the uh, you know just the random facts. I've got the, the And the book was written in 1900? Yeah, what?
0: Dude. fucking it Rock Rock It was in and black of...
1: and white, dude. <laughs> what rock okay. have i been living under so the munchkins were paid 50 dollars a week for that movie toto the dog was paid 125 a week for that damn movie well i mean toto's a good
0: looking little yorker eh, good You're looking little wrong. yorker You're for sure wrong. and i mean the fucker could talk so hey i mean they and well we're not no toto we're not in kansas anymore i mean shit, the, the little <laughs> bastard could talk i'm worth
1: 125 a day <laughs> I don't know. Hey. All right. Uh, What was the highest grossing movie of 2005? I'll give you some options here. So highest grossing movie of 2005. Was it War of the Worlds? Uh, Tom Cruise, I believe that one was. Uh, Star Wars Episode 3. So the third of that second trilogy. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which I don't know. I'm blanking on which number that one is. Maybe four or five. Um, And the uh, last one, Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Which one uh, highest grossing?
0: Just because I feel like everybody and their dogs, regardless of age, was all about Narnia Chronicles of Narnia, 05. No.
1: Wrong answer. Want to try again?
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, my other stab was going to be the uh, the, the Tom Cruise one. Cause that's Harry Potter. <laughs> it that was, was HP. It was HP. Damn. Okay. And, and I'm pretty sure Goblet of Fire is number three. I would say... Mm, I know it's at four. least four or five, actually. Maybe it's four. Well, either way... Um I, I would say probably my number one in the HP sagas. like until you get to like like the Deathly Hallows. Like you get to the later three, ones. Like those are Actually I know
1: number three is Prisoner of Azkaban. That Az- one's my
0: oh, Azkaban's that raw. One's my yeah, that one's raw, dude. You're talking uh, to okay, talking to a guy who doesn't give a hot damn about superheroes or anything. I nerd out on some fucking HP, so.
1: Oh yeah, dude. That's definitely your uh, your one thing that you 100%. go over the nerd on. Oh, just for. check
0: the uh just take the uh the comments here real quick before we uh go on. Uh our man TB27, how nervous were you at the end of that Rams game? Um my ass was about the circumference of the tip of a number two pencil. Uh sweating it off for sure. And uh, was able dude, to How m- hard were rem- they trying to blow that Move game. the god. corn cob and take the ticket straight to the pay window, baby. So it was oh my god. Gosh, it was insane. I thought we were going to do the same with the Bills, but we'll get into that NFL rabbit hole in a minute just after these uh, this yeah, movie yeah, Monday yeah. here. So, okay, I got it written down. We'll get into it in a second. Please continue,
1: sir. Um. Okay, okay. So I've got uh, – oh, this one's up your wheelhouse, dude. This one, okay, I, I didn't okay. know the answer to this question, though. Okay. Which country does Forrest Gump travel to as part of the all-American ping pong team? I'll give you the option to guess it first. If you can't guess it, I'll give you four options. So, what country does Forrest Gump travel to as part of the All American Ping Pong Team? I want to say Japan.
0: Close. It's an Asian country. It is. Oh no, it's because uh, he meets with uh, North Korea.
1: No, it's China. Oh, it is China. I website. thought he.
0: Oh, I guess I guess it wasn't with the dictator. What movie I'm thinking about? This? Either way. Me and Jenny, we was like peas and carrots. She taught me how to read, t- and I taught her how to dangle. He said China. Damn, he knew China. Son of a bitch, look at this guy. Looking right off the bat. He knew what's up. China, Lieutenant man. Dan, ice cream. He got it. Uh, all I'm right, sorry, moving Lieutenant on. Dan, the dog. She tasted like cigarettes. <laughs> that was a tough one, though. Mama uh, told the me dog. these are <laughs> my magic shoes. They take me I anyway. mean, if you want to just be
1: Forrest Gump for the next hour, <laughs> go ahead. The, the dog and Sandlot. Jenny. Okay, Sandlot. Nicknamed, the kids name, nickname it the Beast. Yeah. What do they find out that his actual name is once they realize that he's not an actual beast? Yeah, it's been so Again, long since
0: I've seen I'll Give me a,
1: I'll let you guess it, and if you can't guess it, I'll give you some options.
0: Fluffy sounds just like obvious, but no, it ain't Fluffy. Nope. Okay, a couple of
1: options here for me. Goliath, Hercules, Atlas, or Zeus. So it ends up being like a pretty powerful name, but... uh
0: Oh, it's between two. It's between two. I think it's the god of gods. I'm going to say Zeus. No. Hercules. Hercules. Damn it. Damn it. It is Hercules. Damn it. Ah how did they how did they find out it was hercules hercules hercules
1: because they go over the fence and then they at the end of the movie they're talking to uh james earl jones character oh and they, yeah yeah His they find hercules. out it's just a, it's a friendly ass little big ass dog yeah hercules um, hercules <laughs> okay so i did bring uh number one movie on this day 2015 war movie I believe we because uh, i think last week i gave you did
0: i talk about this one and say it was potentially one of my favorite war movies and you hadn't seen it before potentially
1: Oh, I've seen this movie. I love this movie. So think war movies uh, when we were first in college. Actually, very well, there popular. There was one
0: war movie that me and my roommates watched about every damn weekend.
1: Not Fury. If okay. That's what you're. Yeah. On. So yeah. Then I won't, won't, I
0: won't. Yeah. Then I won't burn that. So
1: not Lone Survivor. That was the other one we talked about. 2015. Oh, oh American Sniper.
0: Yes, American Sniper. Bingo, bingo. That one was nice. That uh, that was uh, that's Chris Kyle, right?
1: Yeah, Chris Kyle, Bradley Cooper plays Mm -hmm. Chris Kyle. Yep, yep, yep. Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah, so that was... uh, Speaking of, shout
0: out war movies. Uh, You guys want a good book to read or just a good story uh, or even a good follow. uh, Follow at Chicks Dig Scars, my guy Kyle Carpenter. Uh, Fucking love the dude. He wrote a book, uh, You Are Worth It. Um, The dude basically got blown the fuck up and survived. Um, He jumped on a live grenade. Literally parts of him weren't even connected anymore that he has now when he's fucking alive and kicking. And he wrote a book about it on top of a lot of other shit. And, uh, anytime I get an opportunity, I mean, I shout out Kyle. Like you, you guys should go read that book. It's called you are worth it. Um, but anytime we talk about a war movie or anything like that, it always pops into my head. But Kyle Carpenter, shout out for sure. What else you got?
1: Last one. Last one. I, uh, I was familiar with this one. Not sure if you are. So, uh, the voice of Shrek there was someone that was originally cast to play him, but for uh, circumstances that I guess that'll be my first hint. Uh do, donkey, that do. So, who was originally cast to play Shrek, and then uh, he was he passed away? I'll just say it right there, he died. Then they eventually went to Mike Myers. Who was it originally that passed away? Damn.
0: I feel like you don't I was know, just you too, don't know. too young to like really. I, comprehend I didn't know about it at the
1: time, but I'm a massive fan of this person, and so that's kind of why I now oh, am...
0: Oh, Chris Farley,
1: yes, because I, yes. I know you.
0: just because I know you. That's the only reason go. why. <laughs> like I didn't, well, I had no
1: idea. You. That's the only reason why. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I huh. know. Wouldn't that be, that was? A, isn't that a perfect? Uh, I Damn, I mean, even, that would have been awesome. We, I had no idea. I know, that would have even been knowing, like, and, even after Eddie having Murphy? seen... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, my At gosh. Least.
0: Eddie Murphy, Chris Farley, that would have been hilarious. But I don't know. I don't know. I think, like, I think the movie might have been a little bit different, though. Like, I feel like Chris Farley would have made, it like, the Shrek character a little
1: bit more funny in certain spots. I like, think it probably would have sounded a little more like, honestly, I don't know if he would have done the full, like... And basically like, british ogre that mike myers yeah. kind of did as opposed to yeah. i feel like it would be more of a slap
0: ogres are like onions why because they're smelly <laughs> i mean it's a fucking one of my favorites yeah. of all time dude. still fantastic but blue I mean, flower yeah. red thorns. blue flower red thorns. man this would really help if i wasn't colorblind <laughs> fucking, oh man great flick dude i haven't seen track monday trivia dude Movie Monday trivia. Look at you, my friend. All right, hell yeah, good shit. Um, my movie of the uh, movie of the Monday. Let's see here. I was kind of looking through my old list. I didn't. I don't know if I got anything on here. Um, yeah, nothing major. I'll give you one quick. There's like there's like two old school Denzel movies: The Manchurian Candidate and Man on Fire. Um, probably two of my favorite Denzel movies. Those are just those two that I don't feel like get enough love anymore. Manchurian Candidate and uh, the uh, Man on Fire. Manchurian Candidate actually is uh, based off of a, a real life deal that happened. I can't remember okay. like the whole the whole thing or, or whatever. But I feel like I've seen that when I was younger. So, I know that. Yeah. One's a good one, but those are my um, uh,
1: those are my two for the week. If you're a Will Smith fan, um, King Richard. He, he played uh, Venus and Serena's oh, uh, yeah. father. Dude, yeah, really yeah. really solid movie really, really si- solid movie. I really watched si- a couple weeks ago actually. Nice. Page and I Friday nights has kind of been our and not every single week, but every once in a while we have a little later Friday night. Uh yeah, King Richard. Little movie. Really actually. really solid movie, dude. Mm. Uh yeah, he's really good in it. Um it's uh, basically it tells the story of like the Serena sisters' childhood and he was like it's a it's like an aspire- aspiring story. He was like very tough on them, but in a, like a good, not like a over the top kind of way. Like some, you might argue that he was as kind of how I put it, like basically he he like worked their asses off to keep them off the streets, essentially, because they grew up in bad neighborhoods. Yeah, so. yeah, right. Very good movie. Very good movie.
0: Okay, no spoilers on this side of things, but uh, sure sounds like uh, something I might be wanting to tune into. I did yeah. I did see it when like all uh it was big on ESPN, like all the commercials and stuff, and I just never yeah. never went out of my way to watch it. So uh probably be available outside of theaters pretty doggone soon. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Or did is well, it I, available? I think it's
1: both. I know we, we saw it on. Uh, we have uh, through my girlfriend's parents. We have HBO Max, and it was. Oh yeah, I don't have HBO, so I don't have HBO or HBO Max.
0: So it looks like I'm waiting a little while longer. <laughs> okay, movie Monday, moving right along. I got a bone to pick, dude. Uh oh. You've got a bone to pick, huh? This right here is my MMA scorecard. Okay. Scorebook. book. I tracked every fight on Saturday, as I said I would. Had some fun. Enjoyed it. It was a blast. Sure. And then the rug was ripped out from underneath me, and I didn't enjoy it too much anymore. Now, the fight I'm referencing is the one, the co-main, the mm. flyweight, no, the bantamweight strap on the line. Flyweight. Flyweight. I apologize. Uh, yeah, 125. Brandon Moreno, Davidson Figueredo. How do I put this lightly? Bullshit. That's not uh, not how that fight should have went whatsoever. Um, I had it forty eight forty seven. Brandon Moreno uh, Figgy won it forty eight forty seven by unanimous decision. Um, I had Moreno winning rounds 1, 2, and 5, um, with also potentially winning, winning round 4. I wrote a note, round 4, dot, 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 what the hell, that was really close. So, I think he could have potentially won round 4, but I just gave it to Figgy for the sake of giving it to Figgy to, okay, at least give him a round. I had it 2-2 two, two going into 5, and Moreno easily won round 5. So, I'm a little pissed off here, um, you know, because... That's kind of one of those classic, like, Dana kind of stands up at the end and is like, what the fuck was that? That made no sense whatsoever. And he kind of seemed a little happy about it in this cash grab opportunity of having Moreno, Figueredo, four, and... I'm not here for it. I don't like it. I think it's bullshit, and you know, it's all oh, set in UFC history. It was the first trilogy fight with uh, that was back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Uh, to back to back to back. No no, uh, no breaks, no other opponents in between. Consecutive is the word I was looking for there, and now they're going to do it the fourth. Oh, more history set. Oh my gosh. Uh. I don't know, man. We've we've beat the drum as much as we can. It's going to be another 25-minute f- scrap is all it'll be. And, and Moreno will win the fight again. He's won it three times now. I, he, he got stiffed on a fucking draw. He got yeah. stiffed on a 48-47 that he won 48-47. And then he clearly submitted him as the much better fighter. He got stiffed just because UFC wants to see, uh, they, they, they want to see Figueredo Moreno right. 4. And I don't like it. I don't like it at right.
1: all. I th- I think you have every right. I'll be f- so yeah, what you said is what I would say. I, I cuz if uh, Moreno, they give that one even by decision then it's uh, what 20 oh, and 1 he probably like you said got stiffed on that draw should have won that one. So it's like how do you have a fourth fight right after that? And Yeah, then- cuz
0: because now we're one, one, and one, so you have right. to, you have, no, you have like to, you have, have no to, and it's... you have to, no
1: chance, you have to. Which you know, we'll obviously watch it, and I expect Brandon but, Moreno to win. But you know, same and, time, oh, doing it in Mexico too is what yeah. they said and, they wanted and, to do. That would be sick. Yeah, I think it'll be in Tijuana. So that. <laughs> be... <laughs> si se I puede,
0: caro! Si se
1: puede! I told what did I tell you dude I ended up watching 100% of the uh the main fight I watched in and out of this uh co-main fight but because I was reeling from uh from the feet, I Didn't was just the main. I saw the I saw the uh and gone 100% I finally got myself to that This one co-main I, I watched a decent amount of but I was still just like
0: so didn't Just, watch it at all. But 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 it was on one. but it was watch on the, the main TV fight though.
1: For sure. Watch the main fight. I got you.
0: Uh yeah. Uh, speaking of the main fight, uh main event, absolute bananas. Um, and Ganu gone. goodness gracious. I mean, I don't think anybody anticipated Francis and Ganu wrestling the way he did. And I mean, he was ragdolling Cyril gone. And I actually listened to uh Cyril's uh post fight presser and he was like, Yeah, we one hundred and fifty percent anticipated that as being his Firm game plan. Like, he was like, that's why I'm so upset. Like, I anticipated that. That was the only way he could win this fight, and I played into his hands. Like, so that's crazy as shit. The Predator solidifies himself. Some reporter, like a goon, goes, How does it feel to be the Khabib Demagomedov of the heavyweights? And he goes, Try the Kamado Usman of the heavyweights, but sounds yeah. good. Ho, 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 as he always does. And then into the next thing, I'm like, well, are you just like, uh, yeah, dude, think about what's the greater picture of what's going on here, you d- imbecile. But okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, absolutely electric, impressive dude. As hell, dude. I'm, but impressive as, imp- as hell. More impressive? That Cyril Gan lasted 25 minutes in the cage with the Predator. Period. Uh, over over Francis' wrestling, over everything. And Seal didn't look that bad. Like his face was tapped up. He had some nice fucking little bruises. But to go twenty five minutes with the Predator and still be alive and kicking? Hey, give him another shot. Give him another shot. And I wrote it about it in my blog. I think two, three fights from now, the torch will get passed. But if right right now, where it was right now, and FanDuel was offering it plus two hundred as know, their super dude, boost. I, I scooped know. that up so fast. Are you kidding me? I scooped What's that up so
1: fast. Oh. Oh because this is such a different type of matchup than Ga uh, and has faced like you kind of have to run this back right like who yep. else there's not really anyone else in the division that's really touching Ga and right now
0: right No not not as far I mean making any moves we'll see what happens with this uh this Derek Lewis and uh um, That's tied to Iwasa, Yeah. Tuivasa fight. We'll see what happens there. Tuivasa could give Nganu a run for his money but he's going to have to show some see, there's there's still a few holes in his game. He's yeah. gonna have to show some improvements here against Derek Lewis, but I'm excited to see that. Outside of that, maybe Volkov, but Volkov's gotta gotta string together a little bit more before he gets a shot at anything. So right now, yeah, it's kind of uh it's a three horse race. And then you also gotta think about at some point in time, like sitting back in the back is old fucking Stepe. We yeah, haven't talked right. about Stipe and who knows right. how long, or talked about Jarzinho, who was on a freaking war path for the longest time and faded off. Curtis Blades falls off the face of the map. He's going to be bound and determined to come back at some yeah. point in time. I mean, I am telling you. Oh, and shout out our boy HP, Red Perron, my man. What's up, brother? Um, Yeah, dude had a torn MCL, too. He said, he said torn MCL and then something also with his ACL. It was crazy because right. when he was walking out, um joe and dc and john they were all talking about speaking of dude might not be that hard to get john anik on wise words bro i saw him on another show i am uh, hey we we we, <laughs> we might have so i'll talk to you post show about that okay. that just popped okay. into my head um i saw a show I mean, have him on that i was just like okay we're like the same size as that show that would be interesting <laughs> uh either way uh yeah when he was walking out it's like very interesting speaking of to see uh, Francis with two knee braces on, her knee right. wraps on, but legal by California Athletic Commission, so more power to you. Go for it. I mean, I when mean, I saw oh. that
1: dude in my head, I was like, okay, this is the classic case of his knees are his knees are messed up. He's literally got knee braces on. Mm. A little bit older than I think people expect. Like this is clearly the spot where it's his time has come, right? And nope. nope. Absolutely not. Not yet. Nope. The Predator
0: is all of that and more. And he is yeah. uh he's gonna reign Supreme for a while. At least two, three more defenses, uh, if I say so myself. But it might be a little bit more because that was his last fight on this deal on this deal. You gotta remember that now he ain't gonna do shit until they rework it and he's happy, or he'll just say, Okay, I'll vacate, I'll go to Bellator, fuck it. And then they'll really give him his money because if Gone couldn't take care of business and then be Put up on the pedestal to now tap into the French market that the UFC has yet to, basically, which was their whole point of giving Gan the interim championship opportunity and allowing him to win it against Eric Lewis and then solidifying that belt. That was the whole point of everything. And their plan was foiled once again by the Predator. I All I kept coming back to, I saw maybe like 10 times that gif of him. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> that? That one where he's interviewing what, with Helwani's He's like, "What the fuck is that?" Fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> do
1: it. I'm a, I've become a above average UFC fan, but I, I had that's about the only MMA that I, I consume. If. If someone like in Ghana went over to a different league, that would be enough for me to oh, yeah. to jump over and actually mm-hmm. start tuning into those fights, dude. It absolutely would.
0: Well, and also, haps on the craps is that um, Jake Paul could like be in some serious, serious talks with one championship. Like he ain't mm-hmm. bullshitting around. And I was watching this dipshit though leg kicks the other day. And actually, I'm not going to refer to that man as a dipshit anymore. I actually got a lot of respect for Logan and Jake Paul. As crazy as that is for me to say, like they are some. This space that I'm diving into now, what they do and how they move and how they groove, I am seeing an entirely different light of those two human beings. And holy shit, are they, they, they're they one and the same. One and the same in this entrepreneurship mindset. It's kind of wild. But either way, um, yeah, he could potentially be making a move over to one. Could be like, hey, fuck you guys. You said I can't fight MMA. I'm going to go fight some MMA. Which that's not like hey, I can handpick my opponents. Like, you go to one, one setting your shit up, and you're you're signing a contract, and you're a fighter for them. You're not your own deal. If you step into the MMA world, you are not going to be your own promoter. I can assure you of that. You can promote your own shit, but you ain't going to be your own promoter. I promise you that. So that's something I'm interested to see if anything happens there because outside of that, there's really, like, no Logan or Jake uh, boxing news, anything on that front. But – that's nothing outside of that. I, I was trying to think you said uh, additional promotions. There's not really anything going on with like Bellator or Pride or 1FC or, or, or anything right now. Um, or not Pride. Um, I'm trying to think. What the hell is it? Um, Kaizen. There's nothing going on with Kaizen mm. that I've been paying attention to them too. So nothing going on internationally. UFC back in action again this week. I, I'm pretty sure we got another good card. I, I don't know. This. These pay-per-views, man. I think views, you got another man. week off, dude. I think you we got might. another week off. We might. Yeah, I, I need a reset. These past two weeks, I did good on Moneyline plays, the fucking props, man. I think yeah. it's crazy, man. I You know, I, I I cooked this up in my head, and as I started to think about it some more, I was like, man, maybe I'm not as crazy as I think I am. I'm like, you know what? All these fucking fighters, they got New Year's resolutions, right? And they got all these trends of, oh, they go to the judges' scorecards, and fucking, oh, they win by decision, but they have trouble closing it out, this and that in the third. And it's not all of it, but that goes into the analysis of some of me making my plays. And oh shit, the line movement in favor of that. Wow, yeah. Oh shit, somebody I really, really respect who's been doing this for 10 years and I've been doing this for two and I really respect his opinion. Holy shit, let me, yeah, we're, we're lining up. I absolutely love it. And you know, I start to think like, damn, these are humming beans. you know, maybe like, hey, fuck going to the cards, man. I'm going to knock this bastard out. New, new year, new me, bro. And Matt Fervola. Prime example, I thought he was just gonna classic Matt Fravola. Literally comes out the slowest starter in UFC history. Comes out and throws fifty-two punches in the first minute. I said, "What the fuck did I miss? Who, who's this new guy? Who who who, who what, The steamroller has officially Fravolad. What what is going on, <laughs> my guy? We, 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 since when do you start fights fast? And I mean, he not he, he KO TKO'd the kid in the, in the first round. I couldn't believe it. I was just like. Well, I was banking on this being a 15-minute scrap and going to the cards. So, props a little weird. The Brazilian dogs have been scuffling, man. That one was a brutal beat. Oh, there's so many. I I, I to take a week off. That's uh, I'm all right with a week off. Get some okay. things in line because okay. I think I think the books have been setting some shit up. I didn't do I didn't do as bad as two weeks ago. No, two I weeks don't. ago was, but this past weekend at least we cashed a few tickets. Got us positive. But doggone, yeah, it's uh, wild times in the UFC right now. But there you go. There you have it. Um, let's talk a little NFL, dude, uh, before we wrap everything up here. Um, first game, Bengals, t- uh, Titans. <sighs> I told y'all's, I told y'all, and Mags told y'all's. We are sitting here on Friday show going back and forth talking about it, I said, man, Vrabes and the boys, they suck as home favorites. They are just not good as home favorites. And I I I don't know. I said a lot of things that I I really, really saw play out on that field, and I felt like I was talking out of my ass on Saturday, but I don't think I am anymore. I think the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, man. I think the (laughs) Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, and I know I've been jaded since I cashed that AFC North ticket that I had out from Week 14 and cashed it in 17 and lost my mind. and said, damn, is this team really going to be a playoff squad? I think the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, and I think you should buy out a ticket on Bengals 49ers and Bengals Rams right here, right now.
1: I don't hate you for it. I, it seems hard for them to go into Arrowhead. I, I guess I don't know if it was home or away that regular it was season away. matchup. It was away. It was away. I'm pretty I, sure.
0: I, uh, maybe nah. Maybe I it think it might home. have been. I guess I yeah, it. I, I, it was not Either Cincinnati. way. Either way. I oh, don't look. think you're crazy. Oh, we have this nice crazy. Google
1: device here. I, I feel it's, I think it's like a seven point spread this upcoming yeah, to week to fucking touchdown City, dude. Spread, dude. I feel like it's just going to be another no, ridiculous... No, it was at sh- Kansas City. It was at Kansas City. It was at Kansas City. Bengals City. walked I mean, it off 34-31. I just think it's going to be another absurd, absurd game that's going to be almost uh, so similar how, to what how? these past few games are. I, I mean, but I mean, I think you really have to look at, and it's Monday, so I haven't delved too deep into it. Like... How much success the Chiefs' pass rush is going to have on the Bengals? Because that is the one thing. If the Bengals can protect Joe Burrow at all, then... The Titans uh, should have.
0: The Titans should have had more than enough success against that shit-ass offensive line. And they they did in certain spots. they did. But the Bengals still overcame it. They're an overcoming, scrappy unit. And that's what you need in the playoffs. And they got enough defense to lean on, boy. I'm telling you, they got enough defense to lean on. I mean, they are a scary bunch. And you're telling me... After everything this team has done for me over the course of the last few weeks, I'm not supposed to take hey. the plus 7 and also hammer the absolute piss out of the plus 280, plus 300 in some spots on the money line? I'd be insane to do to do anything less. I'd be, uh, I'd disagree be a moron.
1: I'm not disagreeing with that.
0: Also, what I'm very intrigued on is what I just said there is uh, them getting, let's see, Super Bowl. So exact matchup. Bengals 49ers, Bengals Rams. Okay, Bengals Rams is plus 470, Bengals Niners plus 800. So obviously the two that aren't favored, but I don't care. I think the the Chiefs squeaked by by the skin of their chinny-chin-chins last night, and I think Josh Allen won that game twice, and that defense fucked him. Oh, yeah. And we can can bitch nine times a day for the next 50 days about – Blah-blah-blah, overtime rules, F this, F that. Yeah, overtime rules do suck, but at the end of the day, the Bills defense didn't fucking stop them. They scored in 13 seconds, won the coin flip, and then scored again. I mean, yeah, I was beating the drum too last night. I still stand by it. I think it should be adjusted. I don't think it's fair that opposing team in a crazy shootout like that no. doesn't at least have an opportunity to possess the ball. Like, I think there should be an opportunity there. Like, let's Absolutely. at least have that on the table. But, yeah, you, I'm not at all denying that thirteen fucking t- They were up by two scores, and all that happened in a minute and 56. I mean, you shouldn't have even been in that spot. Like I said, Josh Allen won that game twice, and he thought he won that game twice. He was yeah. hugging Gabriel Davis on the sidelines, dog. Your fourth touchdown? You just did it for us? Are you kidding me? And then, oh, my gosh. Uh, no, no, they're not doing it again. Oh. Tyreek Hill just, just ripped off 55-year. What the hell was that? How did he catch that edge? What is going How do you give up the middle of the field in that spot? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And here they are, the Kansas City Chiefs, back on top of the mountaintop, looking to make it to the peak once again. What say you about all that nonsense, man?
1: I don't know that I could add anything other than you said because you're right and I, I will stand on that mountaintop I've been on that mountaintop for the last decade as far as every team should at least have one sort of chance at possessing the ball mm. uh, Because if you look at my quarterbacks record in overtime games It's not good at all because there's about a half of the losses where he hasn't touched the ball a single time man uh, And it's really frustrating especially in a game like that like are if you want to be that good of a team should your defense step up sure sure but uh, in a game like that, man, where there it clearly was, Whittaker was winning that damn to- coin toss. Clearly, the offensive team is gonna was well, gonna fly down the field no matter what against the, both of those defenses. So, uh, yeah, because it was essentially a coin decided that game. Essentially, yeah, the man. Bills weren't stopping the Chiefs once the Chiefs got the ball, man. Um, I don't nope. know, I. Uh... I'm excited for this matchup, dude. I, I personally wish I, I was rooting for the Bills. We I had a yeah, small sprinkle on the Bills money line. Same. I just like new shit, out, you know, seeing new new teams in there, especially with the Bills. Yeah, man. and and I bills had deserve it. I had Rams Bills yesterday, and it wasn't because
0: oh my gosh, the the, the, the underdogs took care of business on Saturday. It must be the twin <laughs> this weekend. I am so no. fucking sick and tired of hearing that. And then when somebody like is not cashing a ticket because of something else, then they have to make a whole video of. Would you guys get other reasons than talking about storylines? You're making all of us look fucking stupid. <laughs> like, just fucking your bets suck or they don't suck. Like, you win or you don't. Like, it's just like, yeah. just just stop buying into the bullshit. Either way, like, yeah. what's going to happen is what's going to happen. And maybe at the end of the day, we bet numbers, not stories. But who am I? I'm just going to keep dishing out win- winners and yeah. letting everybody else doing what they're doing. 100%. But-
1: and that game is especially last night, dude. Uh, that Bills Chiefs game, I, I put like a quarter unit on the Bills because it's like that was my that was my heavy lean. But I kind of how I said on Friday, I was like, man, I just want to watch this from an entertainment aspect to the point where last night I lost, but it wasn't like I was you know kicking myself. But uh, uh, Joe Burrow, baby, in the comments, yes, yes,
0: dude, yeah, all day long all day long bro i don't know how he doesn't
1: at least put up a scrappy performance unless the chiefs just have some ridiculous pass rush on sunday you want to
0: bet against that go right the fuck ahead you want to bet against that go right the fuck ahead you you don't think i already got a whole gift folder filled up with this motherfucker ready to rock and roll for the rest of this playoff run you better believe it i'm homered all all the way out i am i got orange and black stripes rolling out of my freaking ears my friends they're, hey, they're think, my playoff team. They
1: turned into hey, my playoff team. I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if they could beat the Chiefs. I think it would be a bad matchup against in. either of those two NFC teams, dude. I'm,
0: I'm, all in. I don't give a damn. I'm all in. Let's go. They're winning the doggone bowl. But what's crazy is as we talk. Speaking of NFC, uh, could could have been Tom Brady's last hurrah. Uh, the Rams absolutely were piping them, and then classic. Classic, here comes old Tom Brady. There. And then oh. Tom Brady got Tom brady at the very end. So he kind of uh ha. kind of the worst way you could ride off into the sunset getting <laughs> getting I, fucked.
1: My, the only way like you used to fuck everybody in yeah. the league. But my personal thought, man, uh, I don't think he's going out out like that, and personally, I do not. I do not do I think do he's going because out like that.
0: During the game there was uh there was a, a quote that got released, and I think it was like kind of a whole fucking like setup, and it was like hey, I want to go out on top, but I don't think that happens this year. And then he also followed it up on the next page. But sometimes you just can't always have what you want and something like uh, along those lines. So I really think, bro – don't get me started on the cryptos and NFTs because we'll be here a fucking month, but he's diving into the fucking crypto game, bro, and I'm in that world, so I know what the fuck's going on, and that, that motherfucker's got plenty of shit in that world. He can bail out and be set for the rest of his life. He can make content and do do nothing the rest of his life and be set, so I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wild. Maybe we be looking back and he ain't done, but I say TB12's out. I say he's done.
1: I don't think he's going out like that. I like where your head's at. I don't think he's going out like that, though. All right.
0: And then the other one, just uh, <laughs> a quick little hoo. 49ers and Packers, we got to talk about it. Son of a bitch. Sorry.
1: Dude. Um,
0: I You know, all I'll say is poetic justice at its finest. You have Crosby going into Santa Clara regular season, walking it off. Uh, just perfect prime conditions in California, everything. Then you get to the playoff prime conditions for Lambeau Field, the playoffs, Robbie fucking, go- no, prime conditions for your your boys, for all that shit, and you know, one thing I will say, partner, and I just I just hate going forward to save yourselves maybe some of this doggone heartache and pain and, and all this stuff, the Rams are the fucking real deal though, absolutely, but maybe save yourself some of this, maybe, maybe, when every single outlet on this Fucking planet was talking about that cold weather and how Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't gonna be able to do a damn thing and he'd never play in it whatsoever and he it wasn't gonna I know he wasn't good, but neither was your boy. He threw for fifty five yards in the fucking second half. What the fuck happened? What happened? So, at the end of the day, I don't know. I can't. I watched that, and I said, what the fuck is going on with 12? What the fuck's happening here? So, I don't know if maybe the old COVID toe was a little bit crazier than we anticipated in the playoff. I don't fucking know. Trying to keep it light for you here. I know it fucking sucks, but poetic justice and Robbie Gold of all people to just fucking <laughs> snow falling in Lambeau. And the fact, cherry on top, he's kicking over them in pregame warmups. Fuck the Packers HP. ha. <laughs> He's kicking over the Packers in pregame warmups while they're getting announced. It like, bro, he was locked in for that moment from the jump. I, poetic justice, and it sucks. It sucks that it was your team, dog. But like, that's NFL to a dot the i cross the fucking t, boy. That's fucking. That's no, all we I saw mean, all weekend.
1: All we saw all weekend. My issue, I mean, was Rodgers great. No, it was oh, he wasn't great. Beesh. But uh, a even fundamentally competent special teams unit. Wins that game, or the Packers win that game with the, even, a, even a, you know, no skill players, no explosive plays, just as a fundamentally competent special teams unit. The Packers are in the next round, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worst special teams in the unit. They're rated at. I, I, I. We, us Packers fans, that was the biggest thing. Like, oh, I really hope this doesn't come back to bite us in the freaking ass, man. And it, it cost us 10 points, three at the end of the half for us, and a, a blocked punt for a damn touchdown in the second, dude. Uh should have been better for sure, and that could have uh, kept us out of the uh, danger zone for sure. But I, I don't understand how a, one an NFL special teams unit on any team, even if it's the Jacksonville fucking Jaguars, I don't understand how when it is that incompetent for the entire year and it's like i said it's not even like oh they don't have a good kick returner if they don't get explosive plays it's just fundamentally i almost said a terrible terrible word that i would have regret but it's it's fundamentally challenged i is what i'm trying to say here <laughs> no, dude and geez. i i don't feel like <laughs> that's overstating that. <laughs> it dude uh, probably not there's still the best choice of words but it, <laughs> Ten guys on the field. <laughs> ten guys on the field for the losing field goal, dude. Ten guys on the field. Uh, you know, their the field goal that was blocked. They blocked the wrong freaking guy, and the inside guy that's the closest to the to blocking the kick it blocks it. It's it's just fundamentally stupid. It's not.
0: I, <laughs> hey, you must be hurting inside. You about to let the O R word slip? You I don't was, ever I use that. Was, dog. Was. I feel bad that it was in my head, but <laughs> I was. <and> it, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okie dokie, artichokes. Well, before you fucking dive deep into six feet under and slam yeah. the casket doors shut, I know. Let's let's reel you back up. But I'm bud. not wrong. I'm not You're wrong. Right. No, it, it 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 was a mess. Uh, it, it was everything, The entire season. Everything a mess. you said and more. End of the day, the Packers, and you might hate me for this, but the, the Packers are a great regular season team that play in a shitty ass NFC North. Bottom line. And if Rodgers is gone, the NFC North is going to be the shit-ass division, the shittiest division in all of football. Forget the NFC East. east least, weesh, whatever. It's going to be the NFC North. You can best believe on that is going to be terrible football. But uh, one more game on tap this weekend. This upcoming weekend. <laughs> because we'll be here another year. The 49ers and the Rams. Uh, same exact spread, dude. Rams.
1: Uh... What? You said 49 niners and Rams.
0: Yeah, I said one more game coming up this weekend, the 49ers and the Rams.
1: I thought you meant, my bad. I thought you meant one more to talk about, my bad.
0: Oh no, no, no. We we already we already we just talked about the Bucks and Rams. Yeah, my we, <laughs> So, into this upcoming weekend. Talking about his Packers, he can't think straight. So I thought you meant we got Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 49ers and the Rams coming up this weekend. Exact same uh, spread actually as uh the um Kansas City Chiefs and the Bengals. Um seven points, touchdown. So I think the Rams win. I think they I see moved. three and a half, actually. Oh, really? Why the hell was it fucking was it showing seven? Oh, it just updated. That was weird. FanDuel. Yeah. Whoa. FanDuel fucked up for a minute. They were... I think, uh,
1: they, I think having it at seven was them, like, a, a fucking They fucking off, right?
0: Yeah, they were offering it at seven. I'm pretty... Because I saw it at seven this morning on FanDuel. Maybe FanDuel messed something up, dude. Okay, so it's at three. So never mind. Uh, It's at three um, pretty traditional 49ers versus Rams spread. Um, I Ah...
1: Man, I don't know. I, hey, hey,
0: shout out, shout out, shout out, our boy. He's still on your side. He even says, "Fuck them Packers." He's still on your side. Mag's got a very good point. <laughs> um, so either way, I don't know. I, I think it finishes by a field goal. I think it does. Uh, I, I think the Rams win it. I think they continue to go on. That obviously, I'm jaded. I've had the plus twenty-two hundred Super Bowl tickets since August out on them. Now it's like down to plus three hundred. So let's go, boys. Get it to the window. They look great what, right 20 now. to win 440 i'm looking forward to that but this is this matchup dude on. this yeah.
1: matchup has just been t- that's, bananas 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 it's been I know. their kryptonite. they're playing the as well is, as they've played all year the though the thing
0: is seven people per the action network they're I experts know. or people on there, already on the 49ers plus three and a half. One person has already hammered in the 49ers on the money line only one person betting on the rams in any form or fashion and that is on their spread minus the three and a half so niners are the uh, niners are the experts favorite dude it's been their kryptonite but i'll tell you what that ain't the detroit lions matthew stafford and maybe it is maybe he just has more weapons he can go to and do stuff but the throws that son of a bitch was making yesterday are you kidding me the windows he was fitting that seed into boy i mean holy cow if he keeps that up the rams are good there ain't nobody touching them. nobody's touching them i mean they'll be in shootouts but nobody's touched them so i don't know we'll see what happens i know i know you wanted to see your boys up there at the mountaintop this time of the year it hurts hey, to even
1: talk about this game dude because then it's like i, I was I already looking forward like oh I I, as good as the rams look right now i've seen this rogers versus stafford movie <laughs> in, in an important game a million times and i know how it ends and it goes well for me usually i know it um so i know it, it. yeah Hey, we'll get you out hey, of We'll get you out of HP, hey, hard on, to beat a team on. three times in one year. Absolutely, yes, dude. Absolutely. is. Abso-freaking-lutely.
0: Shout out, Red. It is hard to beat a, a team three times in one year. Hey, shout out to all 10 of you live in here, right here, right now. I do believe the largest live uh, we've ever had, so uh, hey... Thanks for uh, hopping in. Listen to a couple shout of out. get to hear me dumbasses uh, talking moan. back and forth, and you know <laughs> Mag's about to fall out of his fucking chair for the hundredth time here today on his package. Hey, shout out to all you guys. Appreciate the shout fuck out. out of you. Um, while, while you're all here, we might as well uh, cover the old TTL announcements because that's everything uh, NFL and everything there. Uh, let's see here. Wise Words, our other show, Wednesday show. We're actually recording uh, episode number eight of season two today, uh, right after we get done with this show. That'll drop this upcoming Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can find it on your favorite podcast directory or wherever you get your pods. Uh, uh, TalkingTheLine.com slash wise-words-podcast. Uh, you'll see that. Also, go back, watch all the other uh, previous ones. Last week, episode seven featured Hakeem Profit. So you can uh, check that one out. Also, Cup of Joe on campus, my guy. Had a hell of a day Nine and two on the college basketball board from your boy on Saturday. Um, Know we lined up on a lot of shit, so you had to. do I was gonna say I definitely went positive. I
1: don't have the number off my top off the top of my head for sure.
0: And then uh, with all my stuff combined, best day I've had in a long time. Got me out of a lot of holes, bub. Yeah. Eleven 11-2, up almost eight units across the board on uh, Saturday. So I had a solid day looking to lock in and keep it going. We got four I'm looking to sweep the board with here today. So go back if you missed any of those. Uh, if you guys weren't here, we recapped everything uh, first half of the show. Uh, Cup of Joe on campus will be back this Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central. No UFC, so no UFC pick blog. You won't see my college basketball board report today uh, because we are recording Wise Words during the time that I usually would be writing it. But Tuesday through Thursday, uh, you'll see that will be locked in there. That thing has been actually um, paying some dividends. I've been been following it myself and locking some of the shit in as I write it. And it ain't been too bad. So I'll keep doing it. Hopefully, you guys have been finding the value in it. Um, I'll keep dishing it out. So there you go. There you have that. Um, uh, Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I'm I need sorry. a new blog
1: to write on I'm a weekly sorry. basis. Is uh, <laughs> just, where we're at in the at this I've point of the fucking, show. Yeah, I, I've yeah, been giving you I know. that.
0: I've been giving you that shit, for, like, and it wasn't a good end
1: fuck, either. And I
0: was just like, "This is the last fucking week." And it, ah, fuck you, fuck you, not a chance. Okay, so no more extra tredder. So Mags is gonna have to I find a new blog that. that you guys can find and uh, read from him. But don't Keep worry, that. it'll it'll be back very soon. <laughs> uh, outside of that. You uh, missed anything, or uh, looking for all of the latest and greatest uh, for TTL? Just visit this episode's description down there. Uh, the Talking the Line link tree is the first link you'll see, or you can also go to talkingtheline.com. There's a tab for every one of our shows up at the top. Uh, all of our additional content, best bets of the day, our blogs, everything, all in between, one convenient location. Uh, Mags, before uh, wrap things up for all of these beautiful people who need a little extra motivation, and inspiration for their uh, day here um got any late breaking news any uh anything else you need to get off the chest anything in between before we uh wrap things up on this gorgeous day
1: uh it does not appear to be so we've got no breaking news we are due for a bombshell this week dude uh, i feel I, like uh, it. i feel like it right hopefully i'm not walking myself into uh putting my foot in my mouth <laughs> oh, as no. far as a certain oh, someone that i care no. about is concerned but
0: uh i don't know i don't think it'll be this week he had this—he had this glimmer in his eye of 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 a very like <laughs> that I connect with. Like, damn, I'm taking Lambeau Field in for the last fucking time. Like, it just <sighs> like it just it like I've had that look in my eye being at a place before. Like, it just I I felt his energy in that moment. I was just like. <sighs> That's the realist it's felt yet.
1: Whoa. If I can go on a two-second soapbox, that's part of why it ha- it hurt as bad. wasn't the most heartbreaking of loss that I've uh, endured the last decade, but as far as what it felt and the expectation, it hurt just as bad, and also the uh, uncertainty of what's to come, because if they can put together a team that um you know isn't what you would classify as rebuilding cuz that's what it sounds like if they're oh, yeah. choosing to rebuild then he's gone 100% he's gone but it and they're, they're going to have a lot of cap cap hurdles to jump around but we've seen that in the past the last few years and, and as daunting as that sound it's like oh we can void this guy's contract we can restructure this guy's contract um so chances are you know because we've we i mean our defense played solid and we still had three of our you know top players out half the entire season so i think they can optimistically i think they can put together a team that could uh keep them around for another year but uh i at least prepared myself for the uh worst a little bit this time around sure. as opposed to last year
0: yeah it definitely starts with uh tagging old old tay and then uh kind of seeing where seeing where you guys can go from yeah. there but Yep. There you go. There you have it, my friends. Maybe we will be having some NFL bombshells in the coming days, but uh we'll know a lot more come tomorrow. Shout out our guys over at PMI for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. I haven't heard that that's going to be canceled or anything, so should be. I think I
1: saw him say something like Tuesday is going to be electric or something oh, like that. So should be full full
0: bore. There you go. There you have it, my friends. All right that's all i got i got nothing uh i saw on uh, this side hey shout out everybody watching everybody uh liking. i know i thank you all the time at the end of the show and all throughout the show but hey liking watching sharing comment and everything in between you, you you guys know how to make a couple yeah. fellas feel special Good we folks. appreciate the fuck out of you you, you guys all right out there okay so we'll hey we'll keep delivering some shit to you now brought you some value here today i got one little more piece of value that no other show in this market does and and i can guarantee that guarantee it. no other show in this market does what i'm about to do but one more time partner before i do anything else
1: um actually i oh, uh in my uh basically day off not day off but uh more of a morning day yesterday uh-huh freaking started ted lasso yesterday dude oh no absolute gem dude really Every, absolute gem everybody, of everybody
0: everybody you know i just don't uh, buy into pop culture uh, things that uh, often certain things dude, maybe i'll have to maybe i'll have to because everybody talks about I Ted Lasso fan, like dude. it's like it's the sliced bread for crying out loud. So it, I, it's,
1: it's sliced bread. Okay, it's sliced bread.
0: All right. Well, maybe I'll buy in. Maybe I'll buy in. Few and far between. I got free time, but maybe it's in only those thirty minutes, moments. dude. Half okay. of my
1: issue was like, oh, dude, like our show, which I thought it was. I was like, I don't have time for that. Which uh, you know, still, you know. You Anyways, check all right, Ted out Lasso. You
0: there you go. There you have it. You know, Monday show usually a little windier, usually a little crazier. But hey, it's time to wrap things up. Final segment of the day. My motivation minutes. All right, my friends, you know the drill. This time of the year, uh, we do Mondays and Fridays. A quote from the legendary college basketball coach, John Wooden. And um, he's a man. We have just gone through so many good ones that I didn't. Number one, ones that I didn't even know were him. Number two, ones that I hadn't gone through for a long time and and resurfaced for me that was like, damn, there's. And ones that I didn't even know existed. I mean, and and I'm still finding them every single day. So I had never heard of this one before. And I scrolled like three times and my eyes snapped to it for some reason. So it's apparently what we all need to hear today. So the John Wooden quote of the day. Earn the right to be proud and confident. Earn the right to be proud and confident. One more time. Earn the right to be proud and confident. And you know, I wrote down a couple of notes as I was kind of thinking here, like, what 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 was I what was I feeling? What was kind of my perspective behind this? And number one, the first thought in this is there's a, a very severe difference. The line is very, very thin too between confidence and arrogance. And Number one, let's get it get it straight that he is not talking about that arrogance, not talking about that that I'm the shit, like I earn the right, y'all motherfuckers bow down to me. I'm proud, and I that's not what he's talking about here, and that's not whatever you should be going on. But stick a pin in that. I'll come back to the whole arrogance and humility thing. And then I started thinking about too, kind of our society, and should I've actually talked about on this show before of um, something along the lines of uh, of don't don't go out celebrating if you really don't have anything to celebrate about. So if you haven't earned the right to be proud and confident, if you haven't earned the right to celebrate, because this isn't my original thought. I can't remember who I heard this from, but I see so many of you out there going to celebrate on your weekends, popping VIP bottle service, yet dragging your knuckles to some bullshit 9 to 5 on Monday. So I'm really confused as to what you're actually out there celebrating. I don't know. So that's point number two. And then... Number three, pull that pin back out. Confident and, and proud, not arrogant. Now, there is a very thin line between this, and I've talked about this in, in, in the past before, of having that confidence. And, and I know I'm somebody, when, and, I've, and I've had it told to me before, when, when I walk in a room, I bring presents. It's just what I do. It's just who I am, and I don't try and hide it. I walk in with my chest up and my shoulders back. But I also don't walk in... Fuck you John, fuck you Sally, fuck you Jim. You are Kenny all, like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, you're all a bunch of bullshit. I don't give a fuck none of y'all. I guarantee if you stop and talk to me even though I might possess that that aura, I guarantee if you stop and talk to me, I'll be one of the realest most down-to-earth human beings. I'm just about my fucking business. Sometimes I don't realize what I'm looking to, what I'm looking like. Now, if you're one of those people that sits around and tries to find all those people that are arrogant and oh, He's arrogant. Oh, or maybe you've been told that in your life is you're such an arrogant ass. And and maybe truthfully, in in your being, you're like I I don't feel like I'm being arrogant. Like I just I'm confident in who I am. I'm I'm proud in the things I accomplish. I'm confident in in who I am as a human being. Like what's so wrong about that? What is arrogant about that? And there's nothing wrong with that. So if in your heart of hearts you can look at yourself in the mirror and you can say, Hey, hey I'm just Walking with my chest up and my shoulders back, which is fine, which you should do. You should have that presence, period. Chapter number one in the Twelve Rules for Life, Shout out Jordan B. Peterson. You should do that. But if somebody's got the time to stop and say, "Hey, push your push your, your shoulders in a little bit, sticky who, 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 who are you, You'd think you'd maybe their light ain't shining too bright. Maybe. Your light's shining so damn bright it's blinding them and they're saying, Hey, motherfucker, turn that down. I don't want to see that. Forget that. You earned the right to let that light shine. If you have busted your ass in whatever it is, You earn the right to be proud and confident. You earn the right to have your chest up and your shoulders back. And as far as I'm fucking concerned, as long as you woke up this morning, you're sucking air and you're six feet above ground, then you earn the right to be proud and confident that you are a human being. You are alive and nobody's opinions, thoughts, or processes that go inside of their dumbass head should have any impact on how you move, groove, and shake as a human being in your own life. So my friends you earn the right i guess at the end of the day that's what this is all about maybe you're chasing after something maybe you're working hard and you're you're working to earn that right but maybe we just need to focus that we earn the right to have another day to be alive and and proud so maybe be proud and confident that you're alive but also not too proud and confident just enough for others to see and like why what what's what's going on with that to make them curious To try and attain that mindset too. So, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing in this life, whatever you're trying to accomplish, keep going. Keep moving. Keep working. Keep chipping away in that mind until you find those diamonds. Keep pushing when everything is smacking you right in the face. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. And look yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I earn the right to be proud and confident. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Good start to the week, dude. Whew. Good start to the week. Heater, huh? Heater, huh? Oh, yeah. That was just, yeah. hey, that was that was straight off the dome piece, too. I just had a couple little, and that's kind of what I'm thinking here. Let me just spin. So, hey, hopefully that uh, gave you guys a little nice step to your, uh, or a good way to step off into the week
1: there was yeah. my motive. I was like the What the fuck you celebrating for? Yeah, <laughs> fuck you celebrating, dude. Seriously, fuck. <laughs> Celebrate. Fuck you, fuck
0: celebrating, fuck you <laughs> celebrating. Hey, also, uh... your your favorite. Oh Your favorite happened today. A little, let's cash some tickets right up it's at the top. So day, yeah. it's gonna be a good freaking day. You're damn right. It's always a beautiful day. It's always a good day. It, it, we're alive. The rest is up Still to us. So. over there for you. <laughs> Nope, just still a, a crazy old day, yeah, trying, to, trying not to blind myself out there. It's a white son of a gun out there. It's a white January 24th, I'll tell you that. Um, outside of that, hey, didn't get a chance to say it at the top of the show. It's a marvelous Monday to be alive. You know I tweet it every single morning, but like to say it on the show, too. The rest is up to me, and the I choose to spread positivity, I hope you do, too. Outside of that, any late-breaking uh, news, partner, we uh, need to get out for, we get on out of here. We got other shit to do.
1: Uh, no, sir. Absolutely nothing going on.
0: key dokey Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. For myself and Mags, we can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by episode number 208 of the TTL pod. Every episode that you decide to stop by, if for that matter, and... Everything you do for us, your likes, your shares, your comments, your retweets, your quote tweets, your your your, your subscriptions, your, your follow, anything I'm missing, what you guys do, we see it and we thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, it allows us to keep chasing our dream and passion and it has allowed us to open doors on this journey that we would have never been able to without you and we will continue to do that because of you guys so from the bottom of our hearts thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you from a couple of goofballs just chasing a passion out there we hope you have a spectacular rest of your monday unless you have any other plans red hp perrine Take care of yourself as well. Hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, my man. Make sure you get all of today's best bets locked in from the TTL crew so you can say right alongside with us at the end of every single show, let's cash some tickets. (laughs) we <laughs>